G'day, T-Bone. How are you, mates? G'day, Adzi. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, mate. Uh, you want a beer? Ooh, yeah. What have you got there? Well, mate, i got a nice cold can of Cheeky Monkey Brewing Company's West Coast IPA, 6.5%. Where'd you get that, mate? Well, funnily enough, I was just up at the Cheeky Monkey Brewery production facility in Vass, in the industrial area up there, and, uh, mate... Not only are they making bulk amounts of quality beers and canning them up, but you can sit down, order a little wood-fired pizza, and uh, get a frothy one out of the keg straight off the wood, mate. Jeez, Adzi, that sounds like an endorsement deal to me. Well, a matter of fact, it is, my good friend. Uh, I'm proud to announce that this next episode of Barreled Surf Podcast is brought to you by the good folk at Cheeky Monkey Beer. It's a quality local brewery here in the southwest, just like us, and it's pumping out some delicious, frothy beers. Wow, Adzi, it sounds like you sold yourself out for a couple of beers, mate. Of course I bloody have, T-Bone. You should know me better than that by now. <laughs> but uh, not just any beer, mate. It's got to be a cheeky monkey. G'day and welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. Namu here with you and yeah, we've got a really special episode today. Bit of a treat. We were lucky enough to get down to the 38th running of the Margaret River Classic last weekend. Did a little bit of commentating down there, which was heaps of fun. The surf was absolutely terrible, but uh, a good, good weekend was had by all. We are lucky enough to also speak to some of the local local national and I guess international legends as well in the car park and around the event site we managed to have a chat with people like Felicity Palmatier, Bronte McCauley, Jacob Wilcox, Mitch Thorson and a whole bunch of local underground legends as well. They're all here in the episode so hope you enjoy it and on with the show. G'day everyone. My name's Adzi. I'm uh, down here today. It's a Saturday uh, at the Margaret River Classic, the 38th annual Margaret River Classic. Uh, we're going to do a bit of roving reporting and uh, speak to a few of the people around the competition uh, that grease the cogs and make it all happen. At the moment, first person off the uh, cab here, I've got former head judge of the ASP, Perry Hatchett. Um, he has been running water safety out on the ski. He looks pretty much semi-frozen right now. He's just come off uh, a few hours on the ski, and he's up here having a cup of coffee. How are you, Perry? Yeah, good, thanks, Adzi. Great to be here, mate. You know, the Margaret River Classic's pretty unique event, especially now at the moment in November. We used to run this comp back in November years ago, you know, and was always pretty testing and you're down here yesterday you would have seen it's testing once again this november so great to see everyone having a go yeah i was down here yesterday actually uh it's a three-day event it starts on the friday and mate yesterday was huge it was light onshore the winds weren't as badly onshore as they are today but uh there was a set came through yesterday it was in the 12 to 15 foot range uh 
it cleaned up uh, Jeff North and Matt McCarthy, I believe. They got absolutely flogged in the over 50s division. Uh, mate, did you see that one come through? Yeah, I was out there on the ski. You could see it peaking from quite a long way out. I was yelling to the boys. Biggest set of the day coming. And like you said, it was a solid 12 to 15. Closed out the whole way across to the box. Even on the ski, I was like, which way do I go? This way, that way? Or it was just white water everywhere, you know. So guys handled it well. And no, it was unreal, though. I love being out there and keeping an eye on everybody. As you said, I was head judge of the World Tour. On tour for 20 years, actually. And um, it's great to come back and do something that will help implement back in the day with Rabbit by using jet skis for, you know, water safety and assisting the surfers. So it works out pretty well. Cool. So, yeah, you've got the uh, the U-Butte Windproof Waterproof Patagonia uh, Water Patrol Australia jacket on there. I know you and Ant-Man, uh, I mean, you wear your wetsuit, but that's not enough when you're just sitting up in the wind and, and you're also wet. Uh, you just get really cold sitting on that thing. So that jacket's a bit of a winner. But tell us a bit about the WPA because you guys are pretty much at every um, half-decent competition providing water safety. Yeah, we started after I finished on the tour in 2010 and Ant-Man and I got together and thought, oh, yeah, you know, what can we do to, to help assist with surfing and stuff like that? So that's why we got into the water safety side of things, get fully supported by um, Surfing WA. So we do all their events, do a couple of triathlons. We've done uh, the Breath movie, um, Kill Me Three Times movie. So we've done you know quite a few different things. Um, as you all know, Ant-Man's a bit of a legend in the water as a waterman and it's great to have a partner, you know, who assists with both of us, you know, to look after the competitors and everyone like that, you know. It um, looks pretty easy out there on a jet ski sometimes, but it uh, definitely takes a bit of skill and it's just good, you know, to be able to, the surfers really appreciate it. They get back to us quite often saying thanks. We've had one of the parents thank us as well, so it's great. We're pretty stoked. Yeah, well, it all looks easy out there until someone's in trouble and uh, and then the pressure's on and, and it's up to you guys to get in there and provide assistance. So part of this WPA, um, obviously there's a first aid element that, that goes with it, is there? Yeah, we, we're full responders for first aid. We're actually part of the uh, Surf Life Saving Emergency Response Team for the Margaret River area as well, you know, based on our qualifications, you know, we do first aid, advanced resus, spinal management. So we've got all these different tickets that we maintain and do every year. Then we've got a couple of other guys that always help us, like Dave Delroy Carr, uh, Keely Bremmer, Jed Madison, who's just relieved me for an hour out there. Uh, my son, Keela Hatchett, Dino Adrian used to help us a lot. So we've got a really good team of guys that are all very experienced in the water. And they help us out at different events. Uh, Jamie Scott does a fair bit, the photographer, with us as well. So it's great to have a team of guys that are all watermen and, you know, pitch in and help for the water safety of everybody in WA. Yeah, it's awesome to have you guys out there. And uh, especially at the moment, as we see two young girls out there, uh, mate, it's raining. It's six to eight foot with the odd biggest set. It's howling onshore. <laughs> There's water moving around everywhere, and there's a 12-year-old girl out there competing in the Opens Opens Women's, uh, young Ruby Berry, what a charger, and mate, she just got absolutely cleaned up by a set, washed in 200 metres, and uh, it was good to have the jet ski out there, just to get her at least halfway back out anyway, isn't it? Yeah, well, they all love it, actually, you know, after each decent set, you go in there and ask them how they're doing, and they all say, yeah, yeah, good, thanks, Perry, you know, so it's uh, really good, actually, to 
be able to keep an eye on them and just help them all out. We drag them in now and again. And even yesterday, a couple of the guys surfed three times and I said, get on the ski, mate. And I just took them out the back and dropped them off, you know. So we're there. it's all fun, especially this classic, you know, the Moat River Classic's a pretty special event. Uh, it's in memorial of a good friend of mine, son, uh, brother, uh, Hamish McKenzie. I sort of hang out with Ken a lot. Every uh, weekend I catch up with him, so this event's been going for that long and it's been held in so many different types of conditions and it's sort of like the locals event of, of WA, you know, it's definitely one of the longest events running in Australia as well, so it's great to see all the sponsors get behind it and hopefully next year's a little bit bigger and better and we're back into that April window where uh, the conditions can be a little bit nicer for us. <laughs> so are you looking at moving it to the April slot, are you? Well, we did have it in the, that round that time before. Uh, and actually, with COVID, it was all a bit of a late start this year. And Jeremy Forrest, the president of the Board Riders now, along with the Board Riders Club, still wanted to have an event. So they got it up and going in, in November. But yeah, it's always uh, better around that March, April. A few times it's coincided with the pro. So that sort of makes things a little bit difficult for us as well but it's, it's definitely the nice time of the window to get good waves for all the surfers and all the local guys yeah cool so just touching on um on your friend there ken mckenzie was a uh was a fantastic shaper um from the 70s and 80s probably still is i guess if he does it but um his brother hamish mckenzie unfortunately uh met his end prematurely on a mining accident i believe and he was a great surfer and was friends with all you guys so the the blue ribbon event the open men's the perpetual trophy is named after hamish mckenzie is that right yeah that's right you know and um great memorial event one of the uh guys sitting around here actually hamish gibson's pretty well slotted his name i think from hamish mckenzie as well you know which is unreal that his dad billy looked at that foresight him and ken have been friends for you know, 40, 40 odd years. So uh, Ken's a real legend. You know, he's still won a lot of events around here. Used to surf in the classic and all that. And as you said, we're renowned shaper for energy surfboards around here. And um, doesn't get out much these days, but he's still around and probably got the best mullet in WA. <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with a good mullet. Well, mate, thanks for having a chat to us, Perry. We'll uh, put it on pause here because there's just a vicious rain squall hitting and. Uh, is just an absolute myriad of people running for cover in the caravan so i might get noisy in here but mate best of luck with the rest of the comp thanks for looking out for everyone and uh thanks for joining barreled surf podcast unreal Adji. it's great to be on surf podcast everyone clock in listen to this and uh enjoy the show thanks guys ripper cheers mate so we're still hanging out in the caravan here as the rain squall is lashing the purpose window. But, uh, mate, here next to me I've got an absolute cornerstone of the Margaret River Classic. His name is B-Rad. I think he's also known as the Eternal Grommet. He's, uh, he's about 70, but he looks like he's 30 and he paddles like he's 21. B-Rad, how are you, mate? Oh, I'm great, thanks. Really good. So, mate, uh, tell us a bit about your role at the Classic. I mean, you do a lot of stuff down here. Yeah, I've been involved for a lot of years, just since Lindsay got me into the club years and years ago. And, um, yeah, I was running the Classic and goes, come down. And it was just the funnest event ever and just got the community together. And I was like, oh, I want to be involved with this for a while. So, And now I can't get out. <laughs> Mate, I don't know uh, what the classic would do without you. You're, uh, you've been running around uh, doing all the sorts of jobs that uh, these competitions need, from you know dishing out 
jerseys to setting up tents to delivering croissants to hammering in star pickets, providing us with uh, statistics and all the good stuff. Mate, are you actually surfing in it? Yeah, I had a surf yesterday. Well, I don't know if you call it a surf, but yeah, went out there and got a couple and um, managed to escape any on the head, but it was kind of a wild and woolly, but good fun. Did you make it through your heat? Yeah, there was only two of us. It was that easy. <laughs> and uh, was that the over 50s? I can't tell you my age. <laughs> okay. But, uh, mates, the over 50s, we were just discussing it earlier with Perry, had some incredibly large sets coming through at the time. Uh, what size board were you on? Oh, I was on a 6.3, but that's, um, yeah, I don't surf down the point much, so normally you're going to need an 8-footer to be allowed to surf down here, so, um, yeah, that's why I don't surf much. I've only got 6.3s and stuff, but it went all right. Yeah, it was good. Someone did tip me off that it was probably your biggest board, is that true? <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> Hence the uh, the Frothing Grom label. You're, uh, and you got some young kids or, or sur- uh, that you surf with, or you just surf with uh, Frothing Groms in general? Yeah, just surf with froth and groms. They keep me keep me in the water and keep me like inspired. So yeah, it's good. And uh, are you part of the Margaret River Board Riders? And if so, what's your role there? Yeah, I'm treasurer of the club. I'm also a life member, along with a few of the other legends like Billy Gibson and um, Steve Ryan and stuff. Are all life members? Uh, Lindsay and Helen Thompson. Um, yeah, and it's I just it's just a good way to keep up with people and you know keep the community thing going, especially these days with COVID and stuff. So it's been great. And mate, uh, you've obviously seen a lot of classics over the years. Um, is there any one year or specific surfer that really just stood out for you and was your favourite? Oh, are you talking about over the years? Oh, over the years. Wow, there's been some amazing surfers. Um, Consistency-wise, you know, D-Mac's amazing. You know, like, yeah, you, you know. That's uh, Dave McCauley, for those that don't know D-Mac. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to draw him in a heat, even these days. <laughs> He's about 62 and would just clean everyone up still, probably. I'm surprised he's not out there. Yeah, I think he's starting to get into the tennis a little bit, so I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> and uh, so D-Max, probably the number one for you over the years, then, you think? Oh, geez, there's so many. I, I was thinking about it this morning. I, was, I saw Benny Spence catch a wave and go, oh, I'll put my money on him. And then I saw Jerem catch a wave and go, oh, I might put my money on him. And then I saw um, uh, there was a couple others after it, you know, Jacob's Heat. And I was like, well, I'm not putting my money on anything. <laughs> and is there any particular years that stand out of you of just unbelievably surf, like huge or anything spectacular? Oh, yeah, we've had a couple of really good years when it's been, you know, that six foot and glassy all day, just been so lucky and just barreling, you know, and the the standard of surfing was just amazing. You know, the locals out there, some of the guys are so good. So, yeah. Yeah, well, um, I mean, we know Margaret River can handle 15 foot, but six to eight foot's generally the, the optimal conditions out there, isn't it? Yeah, so that's, that's when it's when it really stands up good. You know, the, if it gets a bit bigger, it's still good but and challenging, but um, it goes a little bit fatter on the shoulder and you can't really go right as much. But, yeah, six foot or so and um, good winds, it's, it's pumping out there. So, Classic. All right, mate. Well, you're doing an absolutely fantastic job, B-Rad. I love coming down from yelling up and hanging out with you boys and, uh, and chipping in on the microphone. So thanks for joining us for Barrel Surf Podcast. Good luck uh, with the rest of the comp and... I hope on Sunday night you get to have a couple of well-earned bevvies. I <laughs> oh, certainly will be Sunday night, along with a lot of us. But, yeah, thanks for coming down. Thanks, everyone, that helps out. It's a, just what makes the comp. You. Okay. We have Ruby. It's Ruby Berry, isn't it? Yeah. That's your name. Ruby has just been out. How big do you reckon it was out there at the Margaret River Classic? Uh, I don't know. Probably, like, five, six-foot sets, maybe. Five to six-foot sets. 
I'm looking at it right now, and I reckon it's a bit bigger than that. I'm calling six to eight out there. Did you get a couple on the head? Yeah, I got this like one set, and it just broke straight on my head and just washed me all the way in. <laughs> no good. How, how long were you underwater for? Um, probably like I I just popped up just before the next wave hit me. So <laughs> that does not sound like fun at all. But did you get a couple of scores? Um, I got one wave, but it was all right. It was really hard to get them though. So. I think you did pretty well, and I think you're through the semi-finals. Is that right? Yeah. Awesome! Congratulations. That's that's a great effort. So, have you done many comps so far? Um, yeah, I have just like junior comps and stuff. Yeah. And getting some good results. Yep. I got state champion under 16s this year, so. Congratulations, state champion, that's amazing. And what do you, do you want to be a professional surfer when you're older? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Where do you think you'd like to uh, travel to, favourite spots for the comps? Um, I'd love to go to J-Bay and going to, I think they're going to do G-Land on the tour, so I'd love to go, go there. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Well, good luck with everything. I hope you go really well in the semi-finals and uh, hopefully you can make it through the final and even take it out. Good luck, Ruby. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, thank you. All right, cheers. Okay, so we're still bunkered down in the caravan here at the 38th annual Margaret River Classic, and uh, I've got a young lady by the name of Arabelle Gibson with me. How are you, Arabelle? Yeah, pretty good. How about yourself? I'm just dandy. Thanks for asking. Mate, uh, Arabelle Gibson is a third-generation Margaret River surfer. I'm friends with your dad and friends with your granddad who actually came and did a podcast with us, uh, Billy did, and his episode will be coming out. So you've got some pretty solid surfing heritage there. Uh, mate, why aren't you out there today, despite the fact that it's 10-foot and onshore? Um, uh, I haven't been surfing for two weeks because I actually tore a ligament off my finger, which is very pathetic, but it happened. And if it was going to be nice conditions, I would have been out there, but... Absolutely not. Not for me. It <laughs> was a, a reasonable excuse to not get out there today. Yeah, for sure. And, mate, uh, you've been competing a fair bit over the last few years, just sort of on a state level. Is that right? Yeah, I've stopped competing this year because of COVID. I was going to do the QSs if they come around, which I'm not sure if they are. But, yeah, I've been doing the state rounds and stuff and got nationals the past three years, which was good. Yeah, cool. Are you in the video nationals this year? Did you have a go at that at all? too old for that. Oh, so that's the junior thing, yep. So how old are you now, Errol? I just turned 18 in May. Oh, your poor dad. Jeez, he's sitting right behind you there. So he's got a lot to worry about. Good looking young girl like this. He's going to be have to get the shotgun loaded out there, isn't he, Arabelle? What do you reckon? Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, um, mate, you've probably been coming down the Margaret River Classic since you were born, I would imagine. Is that right? Yeah, probably. Dad's been in it since I was born, so and so was Granddad. So, so lots of uh, good memories and probably just kicking around as a grommy out there on the grass and and stuff like that. Is that right? I mean, don't remember that far, but yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Always hassling everyone out for stickers and hats and and so on and so forth. Plenty of merchandise over the years. There's always heaps of stuff. Yeah, there we go. Go sticker right now. So I'm stoked. Uh, it can never beat a good sticker. Well, mate, best of luck uh, with your surfing career. We'll be uh, watching you. I've seen you in the water and you surf fantastic. It's good to see all the girls, the big girl push that's going on at the moment. So good luck. Hopefully the comps come back around and we'll see you in the classic next year, surely. Yes, definitely. Thank you. See you, mate. All right. So as we all know, well, hopefully we know we're at the Margaret of the Classic 
Uh, we've been, as he's been talking to a couple of people, and I have as well. It's a pleasure for me to introduce Bronte McCauley from Bronte's Beat. We've had you on the show for about a year and a half, Bronte, without actually having you on the show. So, welcome on board. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's about time I come on, I think. <laughs> it certainly is. And now, there's been obviously a lot of announcements uh, in the last few days. What's going on there with WSL? Can you give us a bit of uh, your sort of thoughts and your, your opinion and everything on it? Yeah, well, um, basically they're running um, and they're having they're starting with Hawaii as as the first event for 2021. Um, and yeah, it's 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 we've had like a, quite a few meetings about it the last few weeks, and um, everyone's still a little bit on edge with just COVID and also heading to the states um, because they're going to have one at Santa Cruz too. So yeah, everyone's a little bit anxious, but it's cool that they're running and um i think everyone's pretty keen to get back into it and um also just just spectators just to watch surfing i think everyone misses it a bit so it's i'm pretty excited to go to be honest even though it is a little bit a little bit anxious as well so if passed uh at maui haven't you so obviously suits your backhand style what what, what have you sort of done in the past there results wise um, yeah, Maui's probably one of the best rights in the world. It's pretty unbelievable wave, and um, for us to have it as a first event is pretty perfect. Um, and it's got quite a lot of power, like pretty similar similar feel to this area, I guess. So I feel feel pretty. It doesn't feel like too much of a challenge for me, but then um, everyone surfs it pretty well. So it's like, um, yeah, it's. But yeah, it's such a good wave, and um, hopefully you can get a good result and just start off well. That'd be really nice. So, when are you jumping on a plane, mate, and headed to Hawaii? And is there any like um, quarantine, two weeks, any of that jazz you got to do? Well, we're going to head off. I haven't actually booked my flights yet. I think nobody has because um, everything's changing so often with the flights and flights getting cancelled and so on. Um, but I think we're probably going to go on the 28th of this month of November. And it's really hard with flight connections too at this time. So I think we'll fly Perth to Sydney and have a, have a night in Sydney. And then Sydney to um, Los Angeles or San Francisco because you can't fly directly to Hawaii right now. So it's, it's a bit of a mission. And then we get to, yeah, San Francisco airport. And I think we'll have to do like a COVID test in the airport or something crazy and have the day there um, and then fly to Hawaii. So it's all going to be different. Hey, like... Um, I think we get tested every five days and also um, we're in a bit of a bubble over there, a bit like the AFL where we can't really go and do much. We just pretty much go to the beach and back into supermarket. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, they're, they're being pretty cautious, which is, which is probably good. And are the flights crazy expensive at the moment over there than normal or? I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's too bad, surprisingly. Um, I think there's a lot of, I've heard, I've heard it's about a grand or so to um, one way, a grand and a half, I think. So it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's just more like logistically it's hard with connections and with, um, you know, there's not many airlines that are going. Like you can only fly, I think, United to America. So I think they charge you heaps of boards and, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a mission, but we'll get there. <laughs> they got uh, girls division at Sunset. Are you excited for that one? 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. I've, I've watched, watched Sunset quite a lot the last few years. I think it's like one of the best ones to watch. It's a QS. You know, the four-man heats and there's just so much at stake. And um, it's so challenging. It's just so good. Like, um, And then, obviously, Jacob and Jack did so good last year. So I watched pretty much every heat of theirs. And uh, I spoke to Jacob about it just to get some help because he looked like he was surfing it really well. And, yeah, on his backhand. And he just basically said he surfed it every day pretty much and um, just got used to riding his bigger boards. And he said just, yeah, put the time out there and get used to riding a longer board. And, um, you know... You, but at the start, you feel like awful out there, he reckons. But then towards the end, you just get the hang of it and you're like, okay, I can, I can surf this. So, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to having Sunset on tour for um, both, both the women and the men. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, so there's also uh, Steamer Lane in Santa Cruz on the tour. It's been there before. Have you, have you actually surfed it? And what are your thoughts on that as a venue? Yeah, I've never surfed Steamer Lane and I've never been to Santa Cruz. Um, I think it's pretty cold that time of year, middle of winter. I think it'll be in four threes and maybe, I don't know, booties. Um, but I think Nat Young's from there and I've seen some footage of, of him and it looks like a pretty fun right, kind of off this rock, a bit of a right point, I think. Um, so, yeah, to be honest, I don't know much about it, but we'll just go and, go and see, I guess. Um, I'm sure Adzi wants to this up as well but um what are your thoughts on the the season ending competition at trestles i mean it's not perhaps not always going to be there but it's certainly going to be there this year um yeah i'd love to hear your thoughts on that because it's uh, a lot of talk about it um to be honest I, I think it'd be cooler with that whole format of having it like in a barreling wave especially like in the guys like i know from watching pipe last year and watching medina and italy i think that was just like it's just such a good spectacle. Um, so trestles to me seems a bit anticlimactic, uh, but then at the same time, I guess it's a different different time with COVID and maybe logistically they they can't go to the Mentawis or Lakey Peak or wherever. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I th yeah, I guess I'd probably rather see it in like um, better quality wave. Even though trestles is a really good quality wave, it's just it just feels like um just won't be the same as watching pipe as a last event and mate uh you've been in plenty of comps what about the margaret river classic how many times have you thrown your hat in the ring down here <laughs> yeah i used to go on it every uh here this year but i i kind of just wanted to watch my sister laura in it and just cruise in the car park with everyone because it's just um such a cool time with everyone like you kind of everyone's in their own place usually but this event seems like even you guys are from yelling up and you've come down and everyone's just kind of cruising together so um yeah i love the classics and um yeah really good memories and just an iconic mark river event and uh it certainly is and have you uh won the event i'm tipping yes at a guess but uh tell me if you have and how many I haven't won it before. <laughs> yeah, I just um, was just commentating with uh, Nadi and I saw the list and I was like, oh yeah, I have never won this. So uh, yeah, I know. Margie's a tricky one. Um, but Laura's won it. I looked at, I think it was three or four times. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, yeah, she's, she's, um, she's got me on that one. <laughs> 
Well, your dad must, uh, well, he'd be happy for Laura, but, uh, mate, your dad has won it probably just as much as anyone. And when you go around and ask everyone in the car park, you know, who's the standout surfer? Is that the classic over the years? And um, more often than not, your dad's name uh, is right at the top of the list there. But, mate, you, uh, you've got some pretty big fish to fry at the moment. So, no doubt, uh, when you're out there done conquering the world, you can come back and conquer the classic. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'll try having a little bit of microphone issues here. I might have to sort this out. Well, Bronte, thank you finally for coming on Barrel Surf Podcast. It's, uh, it's been absolutely awesome. We, we love what you do and we can't wait for the next 12 months on the tour uh, just for us to have something to talk about again <laughs> on the uh, podcast. So good luck in the next 12 months. Enjoy yourself and go conquer the world. Yeah, cheers, guys. Um, cheers, guys. Love listening to it. Uh, FXC, some Southwest crew doing a podcast and, um, yeah, supporting, you know, all the WA surfers, Robbo and Jacob and everyone. It's, it's cool to hear. Cool. Thanks for joining us, mate. Best of luck uh, with the upcoming tour and uh, enjoy the weekend of the Classic. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Okay, so next off the uh, cab here is none other. Then MRT, Margaret River Tomo. How are you, mate? Very well. Yes, mate. Uh, so you go by many monikers. Everyone calls you Hawk. Why do they call you Hawk? Uh, I'm not sure. I think I just made it up when I was a kid. Oh, sorry, the kid was just grabbing the microphone there. We'll get back to you. Why was it? I think I wanted to make tomahawk surfboards when I was a grommet. <laughs> So you basically came up with your own uh, nickname there, and even though you never made the surfboards, you uh, the the moniker stuck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Not many people get to make their own nicknames. So fluked it, I suppose. So, mate, uh, you own the Beach Life uh, Surf Shop in Margaret River, which is an absolute iconic surf shop. Um, how many years have you been in there? Uh, I've been in there. Oh, God, definitely over ten. Um, but yeah, the shop's been open since '86, so yeah, it's been it's been a long, hard slog in there. But love working for family, and um, you know, carrying on, you know, the old boys and mum's business. Yeah, so your your dad and mum uh, started that business obviously back in the day. Your dad was a an absolute legend of the era, Lindsay Thompson. Um, and unfortunately, uh, you know, he was one of those people to lose their life in the Gracetown Cliff Collapse tragedy at a school surfing competition. Uh, mate, I'm sure he'd be incredibly proud of the way that you've stuck into the surfing community and uh, in the surf shop and particularly down the Margaret River Classic. Yeah, I'd, I'd hope so. Um, I just think that he'd be stoked if we're all smiling, having fun and carrying on. Having fun, you know, just doing our thing and, yeah. So, mate, there is a um, one of the trophies, uh, the perpetual trophy is named after Lindsay Thompson. What division is that in? Uh, it's in the locals division, which is kind of cool. I mean, Beach Life has been sponsoring the locals division for a very long time now. So, yeah, um, he'd be stoked to have his name on that. And he'd be stoked with, like, a lot of the winners of the competition as well, uh, which, you know, you get get a good good assortment of crew that have taken that one out like your Sherrows, your Rowan Annesleys, Dino Adrians um, all good, great mates of mine as well so it's yeah 
they were pretty chuffed when they win it and come up and give you give you a good big hug and all that sort of stuff, which is great, you know. Yeah, cool. And um, mate, it's just as hard to win the locals division as it is the opens, really, because um, it's pretty much all the people who win the locals they quite often win the opens sometimes in the same year. So it's a really hard division to win as well. Yeah, there's um. <clears throat> It, it's it's tough going, you know. Like usually, a lot of the people that have won the locals have also taken out the open as well. So you know, you look at that. I mean, every division in this competition is tough. You look at the over forties, and you're like, whoa, that could be, um, and yeah, that could be an open heat. So yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's wicked. And mate, you, you've been would have been down here for obviously. <laughs> for every year of your life, I would imagine. Mate, who's uh, who's probably your standout surfer over all those years? Who springs to mind as, as the best out here? Oh, mate, over decades, you'd have to think, like, I mean, in the 80s, it was probably, like, yeah, Dave Max and Stomps and... That's Dave McCauley and uh, Mike Stomper McAuliffe? Yeah, yep. Um, also, and then, like, later in that, you Taj and... Jake Paddo's, couple of yelling up boys coming down to throw their hat in the ring. Bit of a bit of a contentious issue. We a uh, bit of rivalry there. The Margaret Rivers are known as the Mexicans, and I believe we've been dubbed a c-word uh, and also been called Canadians. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of yelling up and dangerous. So I love going up there. So it's um, everyone seems to think we got this bit of rivalry, but I'm like, hey. They're the, just as much of the lads as we are. So. Oh, yeah, it's pretty much just me on the mic trying to drum up some rivalry. But uh, <laughs> I know when you come up and surf in our single fin comp, we give you heaps. But, uh, mate, we're all part and parcel of the cut from the same cloth in the uh, southwest region. But we've got to have a, a few laughs. But, uh, mate, are you not in the competition today? Nah, I hadn't been surfing enough um, and just really wanted to have a break from it. Um, I, I, like, I love coming down here and being... Having a look, and looks like I've lucked out on some conditions, but it's <laughs> pumping out there. And, mate, uh, you might not be mixing it up in the water out there today, but is it fair to say that you will be in the running to be champion of the after party? Oh, there's pretty good chance. <laughs> I don't know. I got, I got that cooked yesterday on a stormy winter's day, sunburnt to a crisp. Um, might be hiding in the hiding in the shadows somewhere. Yeah, cool, mate. All right, thanks for joining us, Tomo. Um, no doubt you'll be down the common tonight to check out the video of Jake Wilcox, or will you be on Dad Duty? Ah, uh, Dad Duty's today. All right. Well, no doubt you'll be um, putting away a few of the sponsors' beers uh, at home there on duty, and we'll see you down here for finals day tomorrow. Excellent. We'll do, Adzi. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. You can't add another one potentially. Maybe. Should we just run a bit of quiet pause and then... No? Okay. Okay, so we're... Um, now we've got Felicity Palmatier, one of WA's great uh, women surfing exports. She's just come in from a heat out there. How are you feeling, Flick? Um, oh, I'm feeling oh, a bit exhausted, I guess. It was hard work out there. I mean, it's a definition of a washing machine today. Um, just constant paddling, that rip's really strong. And uh, 
But you know what? It's just fun to um, be back here surfing out at main break with all the girls because uh, most of the time, like, I'm traveling. I'm never here for this time of year. So it's just fun. I thought, why not enter it? And, you know, it could get good Margaret's or you could get six to eight foot onshore Margaret's. <laughs> but, yeah, it was good. Yeah, just fun. Yeah, well, uh, your heat was definitely in the onshore, raining, out of control, uh, washing machine variety today. But, mate, there's some pretty solid prizes on offer. Um, do you know what's up for grabs in the women's off your off the hat? Probably not. I would have no idea. The last time I surfed in a classic, I was about 18 or 16. So I don't really know. But I'm not here for the prizes. I'm just here for the... Um, yeah, just for the classic and the, you know, getting out there with the women. But, yeah, tell me. Do tell me what the prizes are. Well, they are written down over there. I'm pretty sure there's cash, a uh, surfboard and lots of other stuff. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty decent. Uh, the trophy is named after a yelling up surfer, Misty Ellis. Yep. Did you ever surf with her or she was probably a bit before your time? Yeah, she was definitely before my time, but I know that the trophy is in her name. Um, I think I've won the classic two or three times I don't know that we don't know but um so I, I've seen the trophy and I've seen all the names on there and I remember when I was little it was like always like, I just want to win the classic when I was like 10 and then when I started surfing in it and then I finally won one I was like oh my god this is the best thing ever and yeah it's cool that there's like a memorial tro like a perpetual trophy that gets you know passed around to every winner so it's really cool and mate your heat was <laughs> such an awesome heat uh you had Claire Bevilacqua the veteran pro who's been at the CT We've got you, who's on the big wave charge and in the middle of her career. And then you had uh, Olive Hardy, a 10-year-old girl prodigy, who's just out the... Did, how did she even get out the back? Um, yeah, yeah. We had a really diverse group of girls, I guess, in my heat. But it was awesome. Like, I've, I've been mates with Claire now for ages, and I used to look up to her, and I still do, you know. And then Olive, I actually do a bit of coaching for Josh, and I'm part of the Intermediate Surf Group, um, coaching them. And I coach Olive, uh, and I actually was out with the other day at North Point with her. And it's just great to see, like, all those young girls, like, really giving it a nudge and just, like, feeling a little bit more comfortable in solid surf. And, uh, yeah, just have that heat out there with her. I was, like, in the water at North Point with, us, with her. I was, like, did you enter? And she was, like, yeah. I did and I was like well I hope we're in the same heat she's like I don't <laughs> but um anyway it was good it was just good to be out there and I think she got a couple so she was really happy yeah you all got waves so that was cool um and mate there's been many blokes out there who haven't got a wave over the last couple of days because it is really difficult so man it's um it's a credit to those uh, to everyone but especially those really young girls Mate, um, just on another note, uh, are you heading off to Hawaii at all? I mean, the gates are semi-opening and the tour is potentially kicking off. This is all hearsay, but uh, what's your thoughts and movements? Uh, so I guess like for the world tour, championship tour, yes. Like there is surfers there. Some are having to quarantine, some are getting exemptions. And I guess it's just like where do you sit? I mean... For the world tour, it's for points and it's for next year. So I guess they're kind of like, they have to go, you know. But for me in the big wave world tour, like I, I would have to quarantine at my own expense and I kind of did the math and it would be about 15,000 US, including quarantining like everywhere, right? And I was like, well, I the prize money alone for first doesn't even, you know, for, I think prize money for first is 20,000 US. So you kind of have to go and win. And for me right now, like I just moved back to Western Australia at the start of the year and I'm loving being here and just like reestablishing like, you know, just everything and myself here. And I think... Um, I don't know this, I don't think this year will be a year there for me and that's unfortunate, but I think next year, I don't know, it's fine. I know that I'll get an invite next, like the following year and I just keep training and I'm living the best place in the world to do that. So, yeah. Sick. And have you got a bit of backing uh, or what, what's going on? 
Yeah, so I actually lost my main sponsor, Billabong. Uh, I was with them for 16 years and that was due to COVID. And I still had another, you know, year and a bit on my contract. So for me, it was a total shock. Um, and, you know, it's crazy. Like you, you lose a chunk, a big chunk of money and it's like, crap, all right, what are we going to do here? But I'm very lucky, um, kind of, you know, I had a manager, uh, JJ, and he kind of um, branched me out and like got me a couple of other sponsors. So I wasn't, you know, completely without money. And it's great because like they've always been supportive and I can still get by. So I've still got them, um, which gives me a bit of a base. But I don't know, now that I've be- had time apart from Billamong, I don't know if I would want to be sponsored by a brand like that just now that I'm so free to be myself and do and say what exactly what I want and um, and do what I want and sir and you know I'm in control in control of my own life you know um, and I like that so I, I don't know I think uh, if I was to be sponsored again by someone it'd have to be the right person and the right fit yeah and what if the Jaws event did run? Uh, you were definitely had a solid crack there last year and uh, took off on a couple of absolute beasts, made it to the bottom. Not sure if you made it round, but gee whiz, they were huge waves. It was pretty impressive. If the Jaws one went ahead, uh, I mean, is that one of your biggest focus to, to make it there or is it just too economically tough even just for that one? Oh, yeah, no way. That's too economically tough. Like I said before, it'd be like 15,000 US and that's like 20,000 Australian. WSL isn't covering the um, quarantining costs. So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to put, you know, take that out of my pocket. I'd rather invest that into something else, honestly. Like I know that, like I said before, I know I'd get an invite the following year. Um, and yeah, it's going to be hard for me to watch and sit on the sidelines. I'm going to be having massive FOMO. Um, and just because I did get so close last year and I feel like, I was the girl who caught the most waves, the craziest waves, and then I still didn't win. And I'm like, you're kidding me, you know? So I feel like there's this thing that's eating away inside of me to my core that I really have something to prove still. So, um, yeah, I'll be back. And I just don't know when that is, but watch out. (laughs) Sick, mate. That sounds awesome. And uh, just back to the classic, who's one of your favourite surfers that stood out? You would have no doubt, like a lot of other Margaret River kids growing up, all your years hanging around here, who was one of the people you looked up to at the classic in particular? Um, so I don't, I guess like there's so many guys and girls, uh, even just like Melanie Revman Carr when I was younger, like I idolized those, like Melanie, I idolized her growing up, Claire even too, you know, I remember the first time Claire actually came up to me and said hi and I was so nervous and now I can call her a friend. So that's really cool. On the guy's side, there's still so many guys. Like uh, Rowan Annesley is a great surfer. Mick Short, someone that's someone who I've always looked up to, just being a goofy footer and someone who absolutely charges. And, um, yeah, I just admire the way he surfs out here and then also out at places like Bommy and Boat Ramp. Like, he's just a really good surfer. Where is Shorty the Ranger this year? I haven't seen him. Yeah, that's a good question, hey. I don't know. Where are you? <laughs> and, mate, uh, Josh Palmatier, is he any relation to you? No, I wouldn't know him, eh? I don't know who that Josh guy is. No, um, yeah, Josh is, he actually came down and watched my heat today, so that was good. Um, and yeah, his partner Sarah, and he's my cousin, so, um, but he's played a massive part in my surfing career too, you know, like he's always been super supportive, and I'd come down from Perth and stay with them since a really young age, and yeah, he definitely played a role, and he's caddied for me many times out at Margaret's, even um, for the WSL event, he's caddied for me, and he actually was caddying the time when I actually beat Steph out here, so we've had some pretty amazing memories out here together, and um, yeah, he's been really influential, yeah. Yeah, well, mate, he's an absolute legend. Uh, he's a real throwback to that 
hard charging, hard partying, good Aussie larrikin, heavy footed surfer of the 90s. Um, he's won the classic a couple of times and I remember when I was filming uh, in the early 2000s, he was always a standout. He used to love watching Josh surf. So um, anyway, mate, thanks for coming and joining us. Yes, oh, you can say as much as you like. Go. Oh, we should get jo- to, we should try and convince Josh to surf in the next classic. That'd be good. Anyway, we'll see. Yeah, well, I think he went back to back in '97, '98. Uh, it was uh, we were just perusing over the uh, p- previous winners there, so we haven't got him in here. But um, mate, I'd love to get him on our podcast. That guy would have some serious stories of the hedonistic tour in the '90s, no doubt. He'd be he'd be an amazing person to talk to. Just get him on the podcast. <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, best of luck with uh, all your surfing endeavours and everything else. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. You. Okay, so now we've got uh, one of the local contestants down here at the Margaret River Classic and uh, someone who's already joined us uh, on our last little live performance. It got a bit raucous there at the board store at the Surf 100, but we've got none other than Jacob Wilcox. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm going well. Uh, Last time we chat was uh, pretty funny. That was a good night. and Yeah, good to be down at the Classic. Good to be in amongst it. The conditions are atrocious but hey everyone's getting amongst it having fun it kind of makes it a good weekend i reckon um just big raw kind of main break yeah it's uh, been pretty difficult conditions and uh mate we've just had some rain squalls that have just uh sent the last of the remaining spectators running for their houses so there's not many people down here now but uh mate the spirit's strong and uh, everyone's in the same boat so we're all loving it how did your heat go mate it was your first heat today yeah, no, it's good, it's good. Um, everyone was down here earlier. It was a epic crowd down here. Um, my he went alright. Yeah, I got I got through uh, a couple of little chip shot kind of rights out the back into a couple of oh lefts actually lefts and <laughs> uh, into like fat burgery kind of the I don't know into the channel. A couple of turns. I feel like if you just went up went up and down onto a steep section, you're probably doing it right. But no, it's a, the spirit down here is great. This is actually the first classic I've ever done. Um, I've always been in Hawaii this time of the year, so. Yeah, it's kind of just great to be amongst it and huge props to um, all the local boys for putting it on and it's a great event and look forward to the rest of the weekend. Hey, talking to chip shots, um, your nickname is Chipper. How does that come about? Uh, yeah, my nickname is Chipper. It's actually a pretty shit story. Oh, it's not a shit story, but it's probably not like a crazy juicy nickname story like everyone thinks. But um, when I was younger, say I think I was maybe one year old or maybe even younger my parents used to call me um <laughs> jakeby and uh well mum called me jakeby <laughs> and uh I, I was trying to say it and i couldn't pronounce it it came out as like chippy or something like that and then my uncle heard that and um then he just started calling me chippo and then yeah it's just kind of followed up from there but yeah it's definitely not the juicy nickname that <laughs> maybe could have been played out maybe i'll ham it up a bit next time we get asked <laughs> oh mate at least it's a pretty long-standing one and uh it doesn't have any derogatory stories behind it so that's a which is always dangerous with a nickname but um mate so you've uh, never been in the classic before uh you could uh you could be in it in the winning uh in this year in the chance to win mate pretty sick prize for the open it's uh you know what the prize is? He does. There you go. He doesn't even know, mate. It's a um, free trip to um, playgrounds in uh, Playgrounds Resort in the Mentowies. Uh, I think a fourteen-day trip there and a thousand bucks for your airfares. What? That's pretty crazy. No, I didn't. I didn't even know that was a prize. But that's definitely a bit more of a motivation kind of win it, I guess. But. Yeah, well, that's crazy prize. When, wonder when we'll be able to go over there. 2023, wonder how long the uh, the prize is valid for. But, yeah, it should be good. And, mate, um, you know you could actually 
win two trips to the Mentawis this in this classic in the 38th classic uh Suli and the Huey which is one of the best uh, boat charters in the Mentawis is also a prize for every single competitor who's entered in the comp it's a raffle thing uh as long as you're down there at the pub at the Prezos you could win two weeks on board the Huey fully paid for so if you win the comp and your number's coming up you could be looking at back-to-back Mentawis holidays Wow, crazy! That the, yeah, they're, they're like that. That's just amazing. Like huge props to everyone like, for putting that even on. Like those prizes are sick. I, I never, I've never won a prize that good before. So uh, hopefully I can win it, or hopefully one of my mates can win it. I'm sure that everyone, whoever's going to win it would have an epic time over there. So yeah, see how the weekend plays out. Sick. All right, mate. And um, what about uh, Hawaii? We've just seen that the tour is about to kick off, and. Um, you know, we're not sure to what extent, but at this point in time, they're calling that it will. Um, do you have any plans to get over there at all? Um, no, nah, no plans for me to go over to Hawaii at all. I feel like it'd just be kind of too hard with having to get visas and having to get all the travel requirements to actually go over there. And I'm not in the CT event, so no, I'm cruising at home for summer. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out with um, those comps happening in America. They're planning to go to Hawaii first, and then after that, they want to go to um, Santa Cruz after that, I think, for a comp there. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting what even happens in America. New president. I wonder if it'll get locked down again. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I hope all the comps happen. It sounds like it's a long time away for the people competing in. I think it's going to be three months away, but I guess that's their job. I guess that's what you got to do to keep the sport alive and um, for the WSL. So, yeah, I hope it, hope it all goes ahead and... It, I'm excited to watch some competitive surfing again. And um, do you know if there's been any talk from the QS at all? Have you got any emails or anything like that? Uh, I actually haven't got any emails or anything, but I don't know if they don't have the right email address for me or something, or they just haven't been telling anyone on the QS what's actually happening. But I've heard from a few, um, heard from a few friends that are connected through the WSL that they're going to try to do it regional next year. The QS, so do a handful of regional events uh, inside Australia. Uh, starting next year, then top 10 at the end of that gets uh, will go to international ones at the end of the year, like a Challenger Series one at the end of the year. I don't know where um, they'll go, but yeah, maybe Portugal, Hawaii, who knows. But hopefully, yeah, hopefully it all goes ahead. It'll be good to do some more competitive surfing next year. Yeah, at least the um, borders in Aussie have opened up, so, you know, hopefully the East Coast can kick off and maybe they'll get a couple of comps on underway over there and get a cyclone swell or something and head over there. But, um, mate, uh, also you are premiering a bit of a, a video edit tonight. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, premiering tonight. A little bit nervous, never really done anything like that before, but it's um, just a kind of a project that I've been working on with my good mate Isaac Jones pretty much since I came home uh, at the start of COVID, say April, uh, just came back to WA and then we just... That my whole focus for the time I was home was basically just to try to get as barred as I could. So um, that's probably five months of me trying to get as barred as I could. And then say the last month is me trying to do a few airs and stuff. I'm like, oh shit, kind of need to make this a little bit more diverse. But yeah, no, I think it will be um, a good night and hopefully everyone enjoys the clip. I'm pretty happy with how it's gone. And um, yeah, hopefully I can kind of work on more clips and sort of that stuff down the down the road now that competitive surfing at the moment's kind of slowed down a bit so try to put a bit more focus into that but yeah hopefully people enjoy it 
Yeah, sick, mate. Well, I can never get enough of the barrels. I don't know if you uh, remember my old movies, but they were just pretty much all barrels. So I'll be happy if there's uh, not one in there. It doesn't bother me too much. But, um, mate, there was some pretty epic water shots in there from the shorts. Was that Isaac Jones as well, or is there a collaboration? No, that's uh, all the water stuff in there is by Tom Jennings. He's, um, he's a classic dude. I've done a few trips with him this year up north. And, um, yeah, he's got a heart of gold, old Jeno, and he's amazing in the water. Um, he gets some of the most incredible water shots and yeah I've definitely shared some good times with him but yeah I can't wait to everyone see some of the awesome shots he's got Sick yeah well I was actually up north this year on one of the biggest days when you're up there filming I was just cruising with the family and uh, sitting down the end there and man I saw you pack a couple of absolute monster ones so I'm pretty frothing to see the uh, land and water angles of both of them and then um, all the other stuff you've been sneaking in around here so I'm pretty frothing. It looks pretty sick. Um, there'll be no doubt a pretty good turnout on the night of the classic down at the local pub. It's uh, it's got all the makings of a of a hungover Sunday at this classic. Everyone's going to come down for the finals tomorrow, and there's going to be a few bloody Marys getting drunk, I think. But um, mate, uh, just before you go, how's your sponsor Rip Curl? How are they treating you through this whole shenanigan of a year? Yeah, uh, Rick Curl have been so supportive of me since ever since I signed up, basically when I was 13. Um, yeah, I have no no complaints. They basically let me live my dream dream life for the last, I guess, 10 years now. Um, so I'm super grateful for them. And yeah, I think uh, we everyone copped a pay cut at the start of COVID, but um, all that stuff's back to normal start of December. And yeah, super grateful for them, their support, and just yeah, letting me live my dream. It's a um, pretty cool thing. Sick, mate. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us here, mate. Best of luck at the Classic. Oh, I just lost it. There we go. Yeah, surely, um, yeah, I can tell that you had no idea of the prize money. It's more about the prestige of uh, winning your local comp. So best of luck with it. I reckon uh, at the moment I've got Jerome Forrest, the uh, president of the Margaret River Board Riders, a another uh, fast electric goofy footer as a front runner and I think uh, it could be coming down to you too so best of luck mate thank you uh, hopefully this podcast is better than the last one I did with you. <laughs> but uh, yeah no, uh, it's going to be a fun weekend there's a lot of local guys surfing I feel like it's going to be battle of the ocean cool mate thanks we'll uh, catch up with you soon good luck you. okay now I'm uh, out of the elements and Sitting in the nice, warm, non-windy car with a friend of mine, Andrew Shero Sheridan. How are you, Shero? Good attitude. Good to good to be involved in the classic again. For sure, mate. And you've been involved in the classic for a very long time. Uh, how many years are we talking? Any idea? Um. Yeah, it's been a long time, mate. I remember when I was 13 years old, and I um, I think my parents put me in the locals division. I didn't have a junior division back then, and um. Yeah, end up getting some conditions kind of like today, 8 to 10 foot onshore, and um, mate, I was shitting myself, and I'd end up just sitting like just by the little rock on the inside and just catching a couple of waves every heat, and I ended up making the final, which was pretty funny because most of the old boys, they just weren't even catching waves, so I was, because it was so big, so I was, yeah, pretty stoked to have my first classic and get a final, that was pretty cool. Wow, that's unreal, 13, how old are you now? I am uh, 45. Yeah, cool. So that's a fair few years. Yeah, we'll we'll let the uh, listeners do that one. But mate, um, you've you've obviously um, been surfing in it a lot. You've been involved in organising a lot over the years. Were you president of the Margaret River Board Riders at all, or at any stage? 
Yeah, mate, I've been um, president a couple of times and, um, yeah, I've always been involved with the club. Um, I was lucky when I was when I was a kid growing up in Preveley Park, there was a few of the older boys um, that sort of helped me out through my, like, competitive um, career and um, they were all part of the club and, um, yeah, I just like to, you know, do my part and help out where I can and, and make sure the um, tradition keeps going. So, and then, yeah, bringing in the young, younger guys is um, what it's all about, I reckon. Yeah, well, Margie's is um, always a good competitive club and has and got a lot of strong uh, backing and whatnot from all the locals and it's got a, definitely got a strong future. Um, mates, uh, have you ever won the Classic? Uh, yeah, I've won the locals division four times, I think. And in the open, I've had a second, a third, and two fourths. I think are my best results. So yeah, I'm a bit of a bit of a shade around on the old Mugger River Classic. I haven't got the win yet. Come close a couple of times, but um, yeah, it's been, I'm pretty pretty proud to win the locals a bunch of times. Um, that's you know been you know in memory of um Lindsay Thompson, who was um. Yeah, it was like my next door neighbour growing up as a kid and um, helped me out a lot. So, yeah, I'm pretty stoked to win that one a few times. Yeah, for sure. Four wins, that's pretty solid. But, uh, yeah, can't quite get the one on the Opens. But uh, are you still in the running this year in the Open? Um, now that I'm over 40, I just I, I surfed the over 40s event and I surfed the locals. And, um, mate, I'm just too old to, like, do three. So I'll just leave it to the young boys, mate. Yeah, I'd love to, love to be in there and be a part of it. I did that. I've done that a few times and, and um, yeah, just end up running out of steam, you know. So I just try and, yeah, focus on trying to win win one of them. So, yeah. Yeah, well, even being in uh, two divisions yesterday in even bigger conditions, uh, mate, you were just backing up heats. You had to surf a lot of heats yesterday. That takes it out of you. If you had a third uh, division, you, you just would have been cooked. Yeah, mate, it's, yeah, it's not a nice feeling when you've got spaghetti arms because you're just too tired and you're out at 10-foot Margaret's trying to, like take off on the back bubble it's yeah it's kind of like oh this is not very good but um yeah it's lucky i pushed through and um yeah snuck a couple of good ones so pretty stoked mate for sure sick and mate uh you've done uh a bit of of coaching or uh helping or whatever you want to call it but when the when the big tour comes to town the uh margaret river pro uh you've been in carissa moore the hawaiian ladies world champion you've been in her corner for a few years tell us a bit about that yeah, no, I've been super lucky to, um, yeah, once I sort of finished doing contests, do a bit of coaching and, um, yeah, I think, yeah, maybe seven or eight years ago, I got approached by Carissa, um, a few people put my name forward and she asked if I could help her out during the Margaret River Pro and, um, yeah, it was an awesome experience. It was like almost, I was just beginning coaching and sort of didn't know if I was good or bad, but yeah, she, we, you know, end up having, getting a good relationship together and, um. She ended up winning the first two that I coached her in, and so she was like, "Yeah, we'd like to have you back." And um, <laughs> super coach. Yeah, I was just like, "Oh, this is all right." And she and she um she has a few coaches that she uses around the world, and she was said that I was one of her better ones. So it was kind of a good feeling, you know, to know that I'd helped her um win the contest and then and, and you know help her win a couple of world titles. So that was a good feeling. Wow, man, you must be stoked. Hey, that's a pretty big props coming from a multiple world champion so and it just uh, goes to show you knowledge of the area and the importance of uh, getting a local coach can really help yeah I think it's a it's a huge like a great call to you know like to use a local coach because um, 
yeah, you know, like surfing's all about being on the better waves. Um, when you look at the, yeah, like the top level surfers, they're all so good and like if they can get any kind of like, uh, you know, advantage over their um, opponents, I reckon that's a great call. Yeah, sick. And, uh, mate, back to the classic. Uh, we've got finals day tomorrow. The conditions are, once again, not looking great. Uh, you guys were considering postponing, but you ended up uh, just pushing the button on the weekend. Tell us a little bit about the decisions, decision-making process there. Yeah, mate. We um, yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough forecast. Like uh, the long range was looking like it was going to be just horrendous. Um, and then as it got closer to the to the to the contest dates, we were looking at it, going, well, you know, it's going to be it's going to be big. It's going to be onshore, but you know, it's going to be it's going to be you know some good waves. And there has been. It's been like yesterday was you know big and onshore, but you know there was some awesome big wave surfing going on and. Um, also with today, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like the conditions are pretty bad, but the surfing's been unreal and it's been, I don't know, I think it's been a good call. I think I'd rather have, you know, a classic and big kind of onshore conditions than if it was like tiny and, you know, um, you know, little offshore, little tiny little Margaret's and like a little sea breezy afternoon. I think, um, yeah, I think this is what it's all about. You know, this is, this is, you know, the classic and it's, you know man man versus ocean more so the man versus competitor yeah mate it is the classic the margaret river classic it's an open ocean break um anyone who has surfed it and would like to try to master it would know that uh it's a bit of a man versus ocean sort of a wave at the best of times and uh yeah mate uh, there's a lot of passion because there's a lot of history uh in the comp so um and you can feel it down here you know everyone's stoked to be a part of it um a lot of Margie's boys. We get a couple guys from yelling up, come down. I'd like to see a couple more come down, but um, hopefully there's a couple in there, but uh, it'd be good to get a couple more down next year, I think, and, and fire up the rivalry a bit. Uh, geez, it'd be a pretty tough ask to take that open trophies out of Settlers Tavern on a Sunday night at the Presence, out of, at the Prezos. Uh, if you were from yelling up and you'd won it, geez, you'd be doing well to get it out the door, do you reckon? Yeah, mate, I reckon you, yeah, you'd probably get the trophy out, but you might not get your prize money out. I reckon you'd have to chuck that on the bar and fucking liquor up a few of the local boys for sure, mate, I reckon. Probably have to do it while the judging's on to have any chance of winning in the first place, I think. <laughs> exactly, mate. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, you're going to have to really do well. Nah, but it's good having, it's always like the toughest draw, like every every classic's like, you know, it's like, I think, yeah, just the tradition and... um yeah um the history of the event you just see a lot of the boys that you know competed as juniors like red hot like you know future champions of the state and they sort of come back out of the woodwork and get amongst it and um yeah like the opens is always like the gnarliest heat contest i've you know you see in wa like always and it's just so good just seeing everyone get together you know like it's a lot of the community businesses put money behind it and um yeah it's, it's like a pretty good contest like if you do well you're gonna win a bit of money and some prizes and stuff and uh yeah it's just good seeing everyone get together and have a bit of a celebration of surfing it's unreal yeah sick and you boys are well known for celebrating at settlers tavern who's been a long time uh sponsor of the event and uh always been a great celebration after the competition so mate uh just before we go one last thing since we're on the local topic of margaret river and, and whatnot who's just give us one of your favorite surfers over any time era to come out of this region who you maybe looked up to or even look up to now 
Um, Margarita's got so many good surfers. Um, it'd be hard to just pick one. Um, Throw a couple in. Ah, <laughs> uh, mate, I, I can't really. I don't really have a favourite, to be honest. Um, Shero. <laughs> definitely not me. I'm just a, I'm just a battler, mate. I'd say yeah, maybe my son. He's like my favourite surfer at the moment. And what's your son's name? Uh, my son's name's Cruz. He's uh, oh, sorry, and he's uh, he, you're he, you're getting him on the little competitive wagon at the moment, aren't you? Um, yeah, he does a few comps. Um, yeah, just like just like to see him have fun and enjoy the ocean. And I love you know, it's just like a it's my new passion, just surfing with my with my two boys. And uh, yeah, just love like uh, sharing that with my my kids and uh, teaching them. Yeah, teaching them about surfing, and hopefully one day they can you know grow up and be good surfers in this area, which would be unreal. Well, hopefully they can grow up one day and win the Opens Classic for you as you as coach, and that would be as good as winning it yourself, wouldn't it? Mate, how good would that be? That'd be sick. That'd be sick. Awesome, mate. Well, thanks for joining us, Shero. Good luck with the rest of the comp, and I think the Classic's in safe hands in the future. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Thanks, Edgy. You. Okay, so welcome back. Uh, we are now on... Finals day of the Margaret River Classic down here at Surfers Point in the southwest of Western Australia. Uh, conditions are once again pretty damn horrible. Uh, it's onshore again, howling, uh, very aggravated sea states, uh, but it is not going to hamper our efforts to have a good fun competition down here. There's still plenty of swell, there's still some six footers out the back, so. Uh, surfers have been out there and uh, making the best of the situation and there's still been some pretty good surfing uh, and to join me this morning our first uh, guest speaker is none other than the president of the Margaret River Board Riders Jerome Forrest how are you Jezza? Yeah good mate thanks for having us. Sick mate so uh, no doubt being the president of the Margie's Board Riders you've had a pretty busy few weeks in uh, trying to organise this comp uh, tell us a bit about how it all comes together. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, hats off to anyone that's uh, sort of got this event going in the past, you know, like, there's a lot to it. Um, sort of starts, I wish I started earlier, actually, but yeah, started about a month ago. And um, yeah, there's just so much from like the sponsorship side of things to finding, in, like writing invoices and getting a team together and then sort of just putting everything in place, chasing up things and then doing the runaround to get all your prizes and everything else. It's um it's a pretty full-on, like taking phone calls, like especially like while you're trying to work and stuff like that. You're sort of doing two things at once, and even until the early hours of the night, you're still making phone calls, chasing people up. So, um, no, nah, it's pretty full-on, but um, stoked to get it back up and running this year. It was um, pretty devo that it didn't run last year, but, you know, like um, the guys that have been doing it for those years sort of had grommets and stuff like that, and the hats off to them for doing it for the amount of years they did. So, um no, nah, it was time for us younger guys to sort of take the reins and um, yeah, get it back going. Yeah, sick, mate. Well, it's definitely uh, it's definitely back and going, so that's a good thing. Uh, with such a long history, uh, it's definitely something that you you don't want to let slip for too long. A year here or there's uh, pretty understandable, but uh, yeah, she's back up and running, mate. What do you do for work, full time job? Uh, I'm a uh, roof plumber by trade, but I just specialise in gutters and downpipes. So um, yeah, I do that sort of five days a week and. Um, have the odd morning off here and there to go for a surf but um yeah it's a it's a good gig i got a good boss and good relationship with him so when the waves are pumping we we go surfing 
Sweet. Well, I'm surprised you haven't uh, had many call-outs the last few days because we've had a lot of unseasonably late rain here over in the west, so uh, no doubt you've probably just been screening the phone calls a bit. But, mate, um, tell us about your year this year. You got up north uh, for a couple of stints, did you? I think I saw you up there once, and uh, being a goofy footer, no doubt you froth out on the waves that the northwest has to offer. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's one of the best places on the planet. I mean, I uh, chased the QS for a few years and um, went everywhere, all around the world for that. And um, been to places like Tahiti and Hawaii. And, um, yeah, coming back home or, like, having those couple of years off and just sort of getting up north, it just makes you realise what a special place we live in and such world-class ways we have from down here to, like, up north, you know. They're, like, two of the best places in the world, I reckon. Yeah, sick, and uh, no doubt you've been getting a few banging clips uh, up north there, uh, and you had a little bit of a video edit release last night with your good friend Jacob Wilcox. Um, uh, what's the, has your little edit got a name or anything? How do we find that when it goes online? Yeah, so we've actually um, with my good mate Tom Jennings, we've um, called that one full time, and it has a bit of me working at the start, just showcase the reality of it that. Um, there's a lot of working surfers out there and that's um and just capitalizing on the waves that we get over here and stuff like that so yeah no it's good sick and uh and it's just going to be what is it going to come out on stab or something like that maybe in a few weeks yeah so um we're gonna run it on stab in a couple of weeks jacob's gonna take the first two weeks and then um and then we'll run the couple of weeks after that let that one filter through and then go from there so mate you guys um had a bit of a preview screening down at the common which is a local drinking establishment here in preverley last night um you and jacob are both vying for the title in my opinion uh, it's going to come down to you two you're both in the finals how'd you go last night mate did you keep a lid on it or did you get carried away yeah mate no i uh, i kept a lid on it i've had to be here at 5 a.m setting up and stuff like that so i just um had a couple whiskeys and then i uh, got out of there nice and early did you shout Jake a few shots of tequilas to slyly uh, on the way out here, mate? Uh, let me buy a round and then sneak out the back door? Oh, no, nah, I just sort of let him do his thing. He's at that age where they um, enjoy to let their hair down, as we all did when we were that age. So, um, yeah, that, that just took its course, I think. So nature took its course. Was uh, So he had a bit of a late one, did he? Not too late. I think he wrapped it up before midnight, which is always a good thing. Keeps you sort of... Yeah, you're not out to the early morning, so you still got half a head on, I guess, the next day. And he's already had a heat and got through that, so that sort of freshens you up. So now um, everyone will be good to go for the final, I reckon. Yeah, sick, mate. Yeah, well, uh, I reckon um, both you and Jacob have been my picks for the uh, for the Open title this year. It's been predominantly lefts at the Margaret River. You guys are both goofy footers who grew up here, and uh, it's been really tricky conditions, and you guys have, have been a standout. So I'm looking forward to... You guys doing battle? You haven't won a title here before, have you? Nah, nah, I haven't yet to get the uh, classic title. Um, so, yeah, no, it'll be good to get one over them, boys, uh, while I'm um, still fit and going. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those years, you know, the classic is the classic. It is what it is. And um, this year we've had eight to ten foot surf and pretty onshore strong winds, sort of sorts the men out from the boys. But, nah, those younger guys are surfing really well. And, um yeah, it should be, um, the wind should back off today so and still hold its swell, so hopefully. So, um, yeah, it should be some good finals. And speaking of those young fellas, just when I come to grab you for a quick word there, uh, seen you giving a little uh, pep talk to one of the younger fellas. Who was that? Yeah, Brocky Launders, his little Margaret River Grom, so it's really well. And, um, 
yeah, just um, had a few questions sort of about his heat before and what he should do in this heat. So, yeah, just gave him a few pointers and uh, sent him on his way. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I like that he came up and, and asked you for a few uh, tips there to try to go on. He's in the, uh, is he in the, the newly minted under-16 division? Yeah, 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 he's in the under-16 boys and um, I think he's in the pro junior as well. Maybe one of their semis. So, um, so yeah, no, that'll be, um, he should do pretty well. So um, we'll see how he goes after my pointers. Yeah, it's the first year you guys have had the under-16 division. Uh, I think it was only 12 surfers in it to start with. And, mate, in incredibly challenging positions. We're talking, you know, really difficult six-foot-plus, you know, 25 knot onshore open ocean waves. Um, the very first heat was uh, one in the under-16 division, even though it's, a, it's boys and girls. Mate, a young girl called Ruby Berry, she's 12 years old, probably all the 25 kilos, paddled out there, mastered the oceans and absolutely schooled all the boys. Yeah, how good was that? I mean, like, that was just, um, I thought it was kind of awesome that she went out and did that, you know, like showed the boys, sort of put them on their toes and just said, I'm here, I'm ready to go, so let's do it. Mate, she, she flogged them. She, like, she would have even won the next heat as well. She's, uh, she's a clear favourite at the moment in the under-16. She's probably the only girl out of 12 people. I think they're all boys apart from her. But, um, man, awesome to display. So, mate, uh, just to wrap it up here, the Margie's Classic. It's an institution. It's a bloody great weekend. I love to come down from yelling up and get involved. Um, you know, it's... Uh, been a difficult year with uh, the spectator element really taken out of it due to the windy, rainy, squally conditions. But, uh, mate, it's a, it's a great thing. And Settlers Tavern uh, in Margaret River, they're a long-term sponsor. The presentations will be there tonight. Uh, how do you see that panning out, mate? A few cold, frothy ones or what? Yeah, for sure. I mean, wrap it up after um, a big weekend of windy and woolly conditions, uh, a couple of frothies and... Um, yeah, just shout out to Settlers. I think they've been sponsoring the event for about 17 years now and they always come to the party, so it's um, it's awesome to have them on board and it um, should be a good evening. Yeah, sick. And uh, I believe every competitor uh, who goes into it gets uh, the equivalent of a raffle ticket and, uh, and they don't have to win uh, any division in particular, but uh, a raffle will be drawn with all the competitors and the winner of that wins a... Uh, free trip uh, to the Mentawis, boat trip to the Mentawis on the Huey, yeah. which is owned by a, a fella called Suli from Margaret River. It's, uh, you know, easily one of the best boats in the Mentawis. Mate, what a sick prize that thing is. Yeah, how good's that? I mean, you just have to edit the event. You could possibly win, like, a boat trip to the Mentawis, so that's pretty awesome. And, um, you know, he's been a long-time sponsor, so um, awesome to have him back on this year, especially with COVID and stuff. So once those borders open up, yeah, you'll be able to jet set out of here. And uh, who's the best classic, Margaret River classic surfer of all time? Oh, man, there's so many. Even before my time, you know, there's guys like Stomper and D-Mac and then Rowan. There's just, there's too many names to sort of fit that, that sort of department, I guess. Fair enough. Can't pin them all down to, uh, to one particular man. But, uh, mate, thanks for getting the classic up and going this year. Uh, well done on getting the, the board riders cranking up and we look forward to many more days of competition and uh, hopefully doing battle with the yelling up board riders up our way. Yeah, how good's that? Yeah, nah, for sure. Hopefully um, get a couple uh, club versus club events happening. So, nah, should be good. Sick. Best of luck, mate. And uh, I hope you catch a few sets in the final. Yeah, cheers, bruv. You. Okay, so we're uh, hiding out of the wind in the back of uh, someone's four-wheel drive here. I've got an absolute 
group of frothing grommets with me. Uh, give us some of your names there, girls. I'm Olive Hardy, Layla Fraser, Grace Cook. There you go, three frothing blonde-headed surfy chicks. How old are you girls? I'm 10. 10. 10. Wow, 10, that's nice and even, isn't it? And uh, I know Olive's been uh, surfing in the competition. Are you still in it or are you out? I got knocked yesterday. So. How did you go in the eight-foot waves yesterday? How much do you weigh, 30 kilos? 40, actually. 40? Oh, you're a heavyweight. Yeah. Did you uh, manage to paddle into a couple of sets? Yeah, I got two waves and I didn't die, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> and did you have your cheer squad here um, on the beach for you? What were they doing? I was being her helmet caddy. <laughs> helmet caddy? A spare helmet? Jeez, I hope you wouldn't need a, sp one, a spare helmet in That would mean you had a pretty untimely uh, wipeout, so I'm glad you didn't come in. And what about you, mate? What were you doing out there? Uh, I was just cheering. Oh, cheering. There you go. You got any specific uh, cheers that you girls run? A little, little team song, anything like that? <laughs> really? And what about spare boards? Was anyone cutting the boards? Uh, I was carrying a board up, but... And Layla was carrying my helmet up as well. So I like had Layla carrying my helmet up the stairs and Grace carrying my board. Wow, you're killing it, mate. That sounds epic. Full team. And uh, no doubt your dad, the super coach, uh, Gene Hardy, was uh, no doubt down there and uh, giving you some tips. Yeah. Cool. All right. So you girls are having pretty good fun down here at the Classic then, running around. It's freezing cold, but you don't care. You're having a hell time, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Ah, just a quiet giggle there. That's pretty good. And okay, we've got a couple of young fellas over here. Why don't you come over here, young fellas? Come gather around the uh, around the back of the uh, car there, out of the wind. What's your name, mate? I'm Oki Fraser. Oki Fraser, I just watched you surf a heat. How'd you go? All right, lost by 0.03. Lost by 0.03. That is a difficult pill to swallow, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Oh, that's the brakes. And uh, what about your compadres here? Who we got over here? Come over here, lads. Hi. <laughs> Hi, mate. How are you? What's your name? Ace Flynn. Ace Flynn. And Taylor Flynn. Taylor Flynn. Couple of brothers. So were you guys in the comp at all? No. No. Maybe a couple more years, eh? Having a good time down here. You been getting any free stickers? No. No free stickers? What sort of schmozzle is this? No free blocks of wax or thongs or anything? No. Well, I'll tell you what. I know how you can get some. There's a whole bunch of uh, stuff up there. If you can uh, go and answer some trivia questions as to some past champions, I bet you get some freebie handouts. So wait for the commentators to call out some stuff and you guys will be on. But anyway, you guys having a good time or what? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, pretty sick. Better than school, isn't it? Yeah. That's the way. All right. Well, you boys have a good weekend. We'll catch you later, eh? Yeah. So uh, the young fellow, what was your name again? Taylor Flynn. He's just telling me as we're walking out here that he won some finals last weekend. Whereabouts were the finals, mate? Trig Beach. Trig Beach. What was that, the Woolworths comp? Yeah. And what did you win for that? A trophy and a $250 voucher. Did you get any sick tubes? Uh, no. No? Oh, you're allowed to claim it, mate. No one knows. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he reckons you didn't get any tubes. Oh, good stuff, mate. So now we've got uh, photographer extraordinaire... The ranger with just a beautiful complexion, Scotty Bauer. How are you, mate? Fair skin, white trash. <laughs> Good, mate. How are you? Come down to the classic for uh, a little bit of a looksy. I haven't seen you around much this weekend. It's been a bit wild and woolly. Yeah, it's been pretty average. I wish I'd come down Friday. It looked like it was a bit better. It was pretty big. It wasn't really much better, but it was pretty entertaining to watch some boys get some 12 footers on their head. Uh, not keen to get out there and ski and take a few photos today, mate. 
No, not today, mate. I'm just sipping coffee. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Scotty Bauer, for those who don't know, is a, uh, a very uh, a veteran surf photographer. Uh, come, hails from the northwest of Western Australia, and uh, many images of some epic waves up there in the northwest uh, have been taken by Scotty Bauer. Uh, good season up there this year, was it, Scotty? Um, yeah, it was pretty busy. The whole COVID crowd was a bit much. Um, yeah, bumped a few heads with a few, few people up there this year. Are you a grumpy old local now, Scotty? Yeah, I, you could say that for sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard you state that you'd rather be swimming out there shooting fish with the sharks and uh, dealing with the crowds in the car park. That's a sign of a grumpy local if ever I've heard one. Well, running him over with a ski. <laughs> and have you just kicked off a little YouTube video or something like that? What's going on there? Yeah, just a little channel. Just, um, yeah, dive, surf, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, just... Um, Cool. And what, what's the name or address? How do you find that? Oh, it's just Scotty Bauer on YouTube. Yeah, it's easy to find. Yeah, sick. So it's just you just killing fish and punching sharks in the face or something, is it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> sick. All right. Cheers, Scotty. Have a good weekend, brother. All right. So now I uh, have the pleasure of sitting in the Northmobile. It's a big, strange-shaped truck that... Uh, yeah, it doesn't look very good, but geez, it's a practical surf beast. You guys, uh, I'm sitting in here with uh, two brothers, uh, Otis North and Remy North, a couple of young rippers from WA. How are you boys, Otis? Uh, pretty good, how are you, Ed? I'm bloody dandy, mates, and how are you, uh, dog? Bad. That's the way, so yeah, pretty epic truck we're sitting in here. As I said, it's, uh, it's a strange looking beast, but man, it goes all right up north, doesn't it? Yeah, it's I've Echo Daily, I think it's called. And Dad's just recently upgraded the tyres. They used to look pretty bad, didn't they? Yeah, they used to have some pizza cutters on there, didn't he? <laughs> Finally got some fatties on there. Looks a bit better. But, yeah, it's a beast of a truck. Big four-wheel drive thing with a big tray on the back. And uh, you guys, what, you put the quad bike on the back too? Take it up north, do you, Remy? And just take it and get up to Nalu and then just drive it around to Toomey's and stuff. Yeah, sick. That's awesome. And uh, so you guys were in the uh, the new under-16 division today. Uh, I just watched your heat, uh, so I know how you went. But I'll ask for the listeners, how'd you go out there, Remy? Washy. I didn't go too well, though. I should have got a couple more waves. But, yeah, it was fun going out there. Yeah, sick. Uh, yeah, it looked pretty difficult out there. Um, you guys were sort of, looked like you were sitting out in the channel a fair bit. I'm, I'm sure you were trying to get to the peak, but uh, it's pretty hard to get on the peak. It was all over the place. Uh, you made it through, Otis. Uh, what's your plan for the final? Oh, well, uh, the tell is judges are scoring out the back manoeuvres and the bigger waves, so I'm going to try and get some uh, bigger ones and try and get some turns in while I can until it goes fat. Yeah, try to try to get out on the peak a bit more on that on this uh, next one. But uh, it's your first time in the Margaret River Classic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to how the final pans out if I get to that. It'd be pretty uh, a bit of an honour if you could uh, take out the very first division. Uh, I believe your old boy won the locals division way back when in the 80s. Have you seen that trophy kicking around? He probably has it right in the middle of the kitchen, does he? Yeah, well, I've never heard the end of that story. Um <laughs> He always talks about it. He's got the trophy over in our boardroom. Yeah, he's, we always look at it, and it's, it's a pretty cool trophy. And um, I think it's at Settlers later, isn't it, the presentations? That should be sick fun. Yeah, I think it is at uh, Settlers, mates. Uh, and Northy can't win the locals anymore because you have to live in the Margaret River postcode now to be in the locals. So Northy's from Yelling Up. He's not allowed to win anymore, but he definitely did uh, win it before. 
Um, and, mate, you guys have been competing a fair bit this year. I believe you just took out the uh, the state championship. Is that right, Otis? Yeah, well, I won the first uh, event at Margaret's and then I they were going to go to Denmark, but they didn't hold the comp in Denmark because of coronavirus. So they went to Perth and I can't remember what I got there, but I don't, didn't do too well. I think I got... Um, Oh, I can't remember. And then in Jero, I think I got... Oh, no, they went to Jero, and then I got went to Perth, and I got second there, which was good. Yeah, sick. And uh, what about you, Remy? Did you uh, go in the state championships this year? Uh, yeah, I came third. I didn't do too well in Margs and um, Jero, but then in Trig, I came third, and overall also third, so, yeah, that was good. And did you boys uh, see your dad on the G- the local news uh, a couple of nights ago after he wore that 15-foot set on the head? Yeah, he was, he was putting up a bit of a performance in his singlet and his bucket hat. But yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah, well, Northy does love his overalls, doesn't he, Otis? Yeah, well, his singlet and his surf hat, um, even though he wasn't surfing in his shorts, looks pretty funny. Yeah, he's a funny-looking dad, that's for sure. But uh, he snapped his board and got washed into the inside. It was uh, definitely good viewing for those in the commentary box. But uh, how did that uh, 15-footer on the head feel there, Captain North? Oh, well, I'm still recovering, but uh, the worst thing is it's taken one of my boards out of action. So I'm looking out to sea, wondering what I'm going to ride, which sled's next. Because you are coming up in the uh, over-50s final, is that right? Yeah, that's it. That's next on the agenda. So uh, preparation start now and... Um I've got a strategy in mind, so here goes. Is uh, any of the boys going to caddy for you in case you need another board this time? Good question. I think I'm out of boards, uh, but it's possible. I might rope Remy into that one. Good thinking, Ads. All right, boys. Well, there we have a little meeting with Team North. Uh, Good luck, boys. Hopefully you can fly the flag for yelling up, and uh, we look forward to seeing heaps more action from you young fellas soon. Cheers, Ads. See ya. Bye. Here we have uh, Laura McCauley carrying two boards and dripping in a wetsuit, fresh in from a heat. How'd you go, Laura? Not very good. It was pretty washy out there. I felt like I just got caught inside the whole time, but um, yeah, a bit of some, some exercise. <laughs> you didn't get through, you don't think? <laughs> I think I somehow got through, but it was, um, yeah, it was it's just heaps of sets in that heat, it felt like. So yeah, just paddling around. <laughs> Mate, and you've won the classic, uh, the Opens women's three times before, I believe. I, I don't know how you I think so. I, think. I know so, I looked it up. <laughs> Sick, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's so cool to have all the locals together and especially after the year it's been, it's good to hang, on, hang out together. Especially with your dad winning six Opens titles. It's a bit of a Macaulay dominated competition, so no doubt you probably uh, grew up down here and uh, spent many days uh, running around in the car park trying to scam free stickers, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. I remember a bit watching dad in it and... It's, it's such a cool community event, like so fun to all come together and rain break is so hard but it makes it more rewarding if you can do a turn out there because it's so much effort but yeah, didn't really get it done then but yeah. 15 minutes for uh, for one turn. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be on a good day. <laughs> yeah. Good luck for the final out there and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks, hey, see you soon. 
All right, so uh, I've jumped in another car here. I'm, I'm just like, uh, I'm jumping in more cars than a horny teenager at a 70s drive-in here. But, uh, mate, uh, I've got next to me none other than Russell Sordi Ord, a uh, water photographer extraordinaire, surfing photographer and uh, probably many things photographer. How are you, Ordi? Yeah, I'm well, Adzi. Uh, thanks for having me. Sick, mate. So uh, you've been roving around with your, what do you got there? Is that an old film camera, is it? Or surely it just sort of looks like one. Yeah, it's just a look-alike. It's just a little point-and-shoot from Fuji. Good for uh, happy snaps around the car park. Getting lots of portraits of everyone's ugly mugs, weather-beaten WA, wind-blowing faces. There's a few around, a few sort of characters around mugs, that's for sure. Yeah, sick. And, um, mate, a bit of a tradition here. Um, with the uh, T-shirts that, that go on for sale and get given out every year, um, the previous winner of the Open Men's generally gets a photo uh, of, I don't know who chooses them, but a, but a sick photo. It doesn't have to be of Margie's main break. Uh, put on that T-shirt for everyone to see. Uh, a lot of those photos have been taken by you. Yeah, it's a good privilege and it's it's good for the winner to have their mug on a shirt, I reckon. And I mean, this year's one's uh, of Ben Spence by Ari Wolf at the box. Amazing shot, looks really good. So yeah, it's great, good privilege for him. Yeah, sick. I know uh, a couple of years ago, uh, the uh, Chris Ross was the winner and mate, you just had a mental shot of him down at the right, uh, down in the deep south somewhere. Yeah, snuck that one in of uh, Crossy. He always looks pretty comfortable out at the right. One of the rare breeds that do. And uh, probably the first time I ever swam it, I think. So it was a, it was a good reward, that shot. Yeah, right. And, mate, uh, that was something I was going to bring up. You uh, you enjoy swimming out there uh, and trying to get that water angle when it's oh so easy to sit in a boat or a jet ski in the channel and, and use a bigger lens. Uh, what draws you to trying to get that water shot out there and just... It's probably one of the scariest pieces of ocean on the planet. Well, mainly just to look back on your shot and see effort. Because, I mean, I, I remember seeing this old magazine and it was like the 10 best wildlife photos of the year. And uh, it went through all the adversity that the crew went. And number one was like a, a shot of a Bengal tiger coming out of the water. But the description was they took it in a, in a zoo. And then when I saw that, I kind of felt like that's what I was doing on a ski. Like, it was just like that's me you know this is easy I'm not seeing the story behind the image so and then I just changed the way I shot it's just you miss 99% of the shots but it's a lot more rewarding it's not always the best angle but you know you're a surfer yourself and having the feeling of surfing and wipeouts and wind and you can't beat it and that's what a surf photographer is really isn't it you got to be in the surf yeah for sure, mate. And, um, mate, you can see there's a couple of shots. Uh, there's, there's been a few different ones uh, over the years that I've seen. And straight away, you look at it and you go, wow, that is a water angle shot at the right. It's just, you can see that the wave's sucking you up and you're looking down on it or just different angles. And, mate, they're unbelievable images. must be uh, pretty scary to have those waves roll under you. Have you been sucked over trying to get a shot before? Yeah, I've been sucked over a few times, mainly on the end bowl where it's, you, you know, you're going to get um, swooped into the channel or, you know, eventually. Sometimes when a guy goes down, like in that first little bubble, I, I haven't been sucked over there, but I've been caught out there, but I've just, I'm not taking the photo. I'm just diving under. I remember diving under one that Chris Ross actually pulled up over the top and yeah, it was a scary moment, but it wasn't actually as bad as I thought it was going to be. And you haven't had any Noah's swim around you out there? 
I've had one bump the ski and I've had a couple of times where I haven't seen them, but the, the boys have been looking after me and it's gone, gone under them while they've been waiting out the back and someone will come zoom in and say, you, you know, you're better off, better get on your ski. And, and so I do, but you know, I'm picking my moments out there. I'm not, you know, if, it, if I'm not feeling it and I'm not swimming, it's a bit grey and gloomy and you, you know what it's like, it's got that feel. I'm, I'm staying on the ski for sure. Yeah, sick. All right, mate. And uh, have you ever been in the Classic, sorty yourself? I have been in the Classic a few times. It's more of a donation, like, um, you know, just fun times. I think I've got through a few heats, but, you know, it's people go, oh, I'm going to go on the locals. I'm going to go on the over four. It doesn't matter what you're going. There's the guys rip. They, they just rip. I mean, it's, it's really good to watch because normally I'm surfing in the morning with the old boys and we're all having fun. And then, you know... Yesterday you saw um, Chipper just. Oh, is that how you surf, Marks? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, you can. You can. You do turns there. It's, so it's um, it's impressive. But yeah, it's normally a donation for me and a bit of fun. Yeah, because I mean, Margie's main break is sort of generally more a wave for the average man who likes a solid wave. Like uh, we got a couple of waves that I surf up my around my way, and it's. Uh, I really feel it's probably a wave that if I was down here I'd probably surf out there a lot because it's it's big and meaty but it you know all the rippers generally go somewhere a bit hollower um you frequent it out a lot there and there's a a lot of old boys who just live for it every morning isn't there the old boys you know they all have you know you got the morning shift and the the net you know the super early morning shift and the mid-morning shift and it's all different but it it keeps a lot of crew off it like the young guys because it's not that high performance they don't think they're going to get barrels and stuff like that and plus you know, the old boys don't mind um, riding a little bit of length, you know, a bit of thickness. Oh, you know, it's not uncommon to have, you know, Albies out there and what, what's a, like a pro surfer ride, like 28 litres or 32? He's he, less than that. Less than that. Yeah. He's, got one, he's got one that's like a 105 litre and uh, he surfs it real good. So that keeps a few crew away. But I love it, you know, the different characters. It's, um, it's epic. Yeah, sick. I love a, I love a big board, and I, I love a bit of Margie's too. I sneak down here every now and then. But uh, mate, who you got for the? You know, we're on the finals day. Who you think's going to win the opens here today? Gee, oh, it's a tough one. They're all incredible surfers. I mean, Wilcox would have to be the um, the favourite. He's been surfing good, but Jaron's been surfing good. Um, size can you know? I think it it's going to be a little bit of lucky because of the conditions. And um, Ben Spence, like, I mean, he's, he, he's been coming out, out at Muggs um, a little bit and you're like, who the hell is that? And, you know, and Spence is out there going right and just blowing up. So whoever gets the best waves, I'd say, you know, Wilcox being, you know, nearly on the CT, basically surfer is the favourite, but it's anybody's game. Yeah, sick. Yeah, well, uh, mate, it's been a bloody good event. It's always fun to come down here and... Uh, no doubt you'll be celebrating in fine style at Settlers Tab tonight. Yeah, with probably most of the town will be there. So they always put on a, you know, the Settlers is the go-to place for a decent feed and a few beers. So it's good, but yeah, it should be interesting. And uh, are we in the chance to win any of these bloody raffle tickets or you have to be in the, have to be a surfer? It'd be nice if us hangers-on could buy a raffle ticket for that prized Huey trip to the Mentowies, but I don't think we're getting a look in, are we? No, we probably needed to, like I said, do our donation and 
surf one of those heats. I mean, <laughs> yesterday looked like it was uh, lost at sea. It was. I mean, I've been out of the water with a shoulder injury, so it's a, a good excuse. You know how you, you see those guys in the car park? Everyone's got a good excuse when it gets 10 to 12 foot. <laughs> Especially when it's 30 not onshore. All right, Mabel, thanks for having a chat to us there, Audi. Uh, everybody, uh, you got a sick website that everyone out there listening can have a look at some of your shots and get some shots on, probably? Yeah, they can just go through Instagram, just sort of knock in Russell Ord and all the links will be there. But no, nah, cheers for having me and congrats on the podcast. Epic. Cheers, mate. Yeah, it's uh, good fun just to usually uh, just talk about surfing. That's what we do anyway. Might as well stick a mic in front of us, eh? All right, cheers, Audi. We'll uh, enjoy the rest of the day, buddy. Legend. Thanks for having me. You. All right, now I'm uh, hanging out in the car park here with a bunch of crusty old demons. Uh, we've been on a bit of a photographer binge the last few people I speak to, and we're not about to break that. I've got Rick Jakovic here with me. How are you, Rick Dor? Yeah, mate, doing pretty good. Yeah, that's the way. Uh, you've been out there in the comp uh, this weekend. What divisions did you go in? Oh, I went in the locals and the over 40s. And how'd you go? Are you, are you done or are you still in? Still in the final of the 40s and just got pipped in the semis of the locals by Dungol. <laughs> Dirty old Dungol. Yeah mate, yeah well you got to, uh, you're showing your experience out there on a very challenging day on Friday. Just getting a few clean walls was pretty difficult wasn't it? Oh yeah, you had to watch those big sets and just keep an eye on out the back and you know let those go through and then hopefully sneak on the inside and get a few wally ones that you know had a bit more potential. Mate, it was 10 to 12 foot on some of the sets there on Friday. What size board did you ride? I'll be step up. Fish, 5'10". Oh, 5'10 fish, and you're about 6'2 yourself, so yeah, pretty small board for those conditions, but uh, mate, it worked well for you. Uh, I know you're into your stand-up paddling a lot. Did you uh, did you have a little sneaky half-size paddle stuffed up your weddy there to get you in on that fish, or what was going on? Nah, it's a... You know, one more inch longer is two more litres and it just glides in a bit easier. It's not too bad. Yeah, sick, mate. And, uh, mate, over the years you've done some mental uh, surf video photography um, and film work for, for a lot of uh, movies and companies and that. Are you doing any of that surf photography these days? Oh, no, nah, it's died down a little bit, but do the odd trip. Just did that one with Kirby down at Esperance where he injured himself. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That was pretty gnarly. Kirby Brown had a pretty uh, serious spinal injury there, I think. Uh, I know he wasn't giving away too many um, details about that. He's sort of saving it for the film, but uh, give us give us a little sneaky inside scoop there, mate. Was it pretty scary times? Oh, yeah, I couldn't believe some of the ways when I rolled up to film, like what he was surfing. It's like this big granite rock just in the middle of the ocean. Like the box, or way, way worse and bigger. Yeah, right, that sounds uh, horrible, really. But, uh, mate, uh, you would have been coming down here to the Classic since, just forever, since the start, wouldn't you? Yeah, pretty much. So, I think, what was the first one when Oki won, or was it? No, uh, 78 was the first one. Yeah, not the, yeah, you're talking about the pro, we're talking about the Classic. Oh, I can't remember, mate. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, but anyway, uh, mate, your dad's a, a, a shaper from the area. He's been around forever. Um, was he right into the classic in those early days? I'm assuming. I don't know, John. Did you, John? <laughs> John, ask him. He's, he doesn't want to talk to us, mate. But uh, look, no doubt he was. And uh, anyway, mate, uh, who you got for the final? Uh, we got Jerome Forrest, Jacob Wilcox, Cyrus Cox, and uh, Benny Spence trying to defend his title out there. Who do you reckon? Oh, I think Jacob's going to be pretty hard to beat. Oh, they're all on their day. Could do it. You never know. Don't know. No worries. All right, mate. Well, uh, you have yourself a lovely day there, Rick Dorr, and I uh, 
hope you get up on the dance floor and get a good boogie in tonight at Settlers Tav at the Prezos. Yeah, thanks, mate. No worries. You. Here we are, Sunday finals day, and I've bumped into... Who are you, by the way? Oh, sorry, mate. T-Bone, by the way. Oh, T-Bone, yeah. Lucky enough to be invited down here. Now, I've bumped into uh, an old friend of mine, um, Dave Ziggy, uh, quarter finalist for the Moat River Classic 2020. Dave, how did your heat play out, mate? I was pretty hard, mate. Uh, didn't do real well. Um, came last, but I think I got my uh, my score for paddling out, really. Describe the conditions, mate. Yeah, it was pretty big. Um, copped a few on the head, but it was all fun. What were you riding? I was riding a 6.5, which I have hardly ever ride, actually. First time I've ridden in about three years. Undergun for a 6.5 out there yesterday there, Zick. Probably was. A couple of boys after us went out in seven hours. <laughs> Who was in your heat, mate? Did you have any tactics before you paddled out? Or I know why you're in it. You, you, you're hoping to uh, scalp the door prize for another another uh, Huey uh, boat trip, right? Yeah, that's it, mate. I got one last year, or the year before. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get it again this year, but you never know. No, all the best, mate, and good on you for giving it a go out there yesterday, challenging conditions, and I hope you win the door prize, and if you do, I'll take, uh, I'll, maybe I'll take last year's so we can go together on the Huey. Cheers, mate, but I actually serve Friday. Well done, Friday, okay. <laughs> all right, now we're in the uh, car park with none other than Mitch Lawson, who's already graced the uh, Barrel Surf podcast before, regaling stories of Rottnest Island a few episodes back. How are you, Mitch? Yeah, good, thanks. That's the way, mates, and uh, you're uh, standing here braving the conditions and no doubt uh, enjoying another weekend at the Classic. Wouldn't be your first weekend down here, I'm tipping. Well, no. Um, I, I've actually been a bit envious of the guys out there during the contest because um, I like I surf a lot of onshore Margaret, so it's um, it looks pretty inviting, actually. Well, you're the first person to say that this weekend, so uh, maybe you should have gone in it, mate. You might have had a, a positive mental edge on them. Well, uh, you know, on Friday it was actually big and there was a, there was a gap in the over 50s, but I, I was working and I kind of got caught up and missed it. But, um, yeah, I, as it turned out, it, I, was, I was a bit disappointed <laughs> to missing out, but uh, probably, uh, you know, at the end of the day it was probably a good thing just to be sitting up here watching it and checking it out. And, mate, have you ever won the Classic? Yeah, ages ago, in, um, when I was about 19, I won it, but then I spent about probably 10 or 12 winters in Hawaii, so I missed it. I missed about 10 or 12 of them when, um, you know, through the mid, late 80s and 90s and stuff like that, so, uh, but, you know, I'd like to come down and check it out. Yeah, sick, mate. You got any uh, questions for him there, T-Bone? No, my scouts tell me you're up north. Mitch, how was your trip up north? Um, I did go up there and um, I had a really good time. I went up there twice actually and had a good time, um, got some pretty good surf. I ended up um, on, it was a really big day, it was about 6 to 10 foot day and um, it was sort of side onshore one afternoon up there and, and uh, I probably overestimated my skill set and I got launched on a really big one and ended up doing some ribs and I tried to soldier on for two days and probably just fucked it up even more but um and then I put had to put the cue on the rack and took about five or six weeks off that's why I didn't actually go in this because I haven't been surfing but um yeah uh 
you know, I don't mind paying the price though. For I got some pretty good ones, and you know, if you're happy to take a few hits along the way to balance the the, the karmic sort of ledger. Got to pay the band if you want to dance, don't you, Mitch? That's pretty much it, I reckon. I mean, you can't have everything go your way all the time, and um, you know, you, every now and then you you make a misjudgment, and sometimes you know you can spend a bit of time on the bench, but. But fortunately, I've been really busy in um, my real uh, my real job um, in real estate, and so I've been trying to make a few bucks whilst being injured. So you know, it's not all bad. Happy days, and uh, mate, you're going to be down the Prezos tonight, uh, celebrating with the gang. I probably won't actually, because um, I've got to go to Perth early, and uh, my wife's got a bit of an injury, so I'll be uh, taking care of her and. Um, and getting ready to head up to the big smoke. Too easy, mate. Well, thanks for having a, a chat to us there, Mitch. Uh, you enjoy the rest of your day, mate. No worries. Thanks for having me. You. G'day, guys. Sunday finals day down at the Margaret River Classic, and I've had the pleasure to meet Gus. Gus is one of the sponsors of the Margaret River Classic. Uh, Gus, tell us a little about what you're uh, sponsoring the Margaret River Classic this year. Well, this year we decided to give a free trip. It's a 10-day trip at the Playground Surf Resort in North Sibirut, Mentawai Island. Uh, we're giving the free trip for the winner of the Open Division. It's a, it's a pleasure to be part of this event. Uh, we always come here every year to watch it. And uh, uh, this year it's been a bless. We have been having like good good swell, not the greatest wind, but Nonetheless, the competition being great. Uh, guys are ripping and uh, looking forward to see the winner. Classic, mate. Well, that's awesome. That's an awesome prize to win. Tell us a little bit about the uh, the surf resort playgrounds. Well, the playground resort is situated on the playground area. Uh, we got more than 25 waves around, all in like a 2 to 15 minute radius around the resort. Uh, we run an operation with all meals included. Uh, we usually wake up in the morning, have a breakfast, and then we go chase the waves accordingly with the conditions. Um, we always have a great chef uh, at the resort. Uh, the accommodation is uh, nice. We got uh, four bedrooms with all equipped with aircon, and uh, yeah, it's a great epic spot and. Uh, we would like to invite everyone to come next year as this year we had to put off because COVID-19 uh, and yeah next year we we open up no matter what right, let's next year so tell me some of your favorite ways I mean obviously the, the area is really well known mate what are your, some of your favorite ways guys well I gotta say uh, rifles for sure is our number one when that wave breaks we gotta be there we always check in the forecast, so we make sure we don't miss it. It's a pretty thick wave. You can turn on uh, any time of the day, depends the wind. And uh, well, rifle is one of them. Can do is a very special left-hander too. We see these epic videos coming through social media all the time. Uh, you can get the better of your life there. And then we go another top waves like uh, hideaways, eBay, uh, bank vaults. And we got a few secret gems as well that we always like to take our guests. Sounds sick, Gus. Now, now, Gus, just for our listeners out there, where can they find more information about the Playgrounds Resort? 
Well, you can find the uh, information on our website. It's uh, playgroundsurfresort.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Playground Surf Resort, or on Instagram, at Playground Surf Resort. And uh, we'll be more than help to assist on anything uh, to get you there and come get some pit with us. <laughs> We're looking forward to getting back to Indonesia next year. Mate, awesome. Thanks so much for, for sponsoring the Mart River Classic. Such an awesome prize. Everyone out there is planning a trip to Mentawis. Get in contact with Gus, the Playground Surf Resort. Epic location, epic spot, epic resort, epic people. Get amongst it. Any last words, Gus? Well, I'd love to see who's going to win that. There's four great surfers, so anyone that's going to take it would be a pleasure to see watching them shredding uh, the waves in Mentawis. Sure, mate. Thanks very much, Gus. Cheers, buddy. Just been speaking to your uh, old man there, Maverick. He's telling me that you had some good results like recently at the, at the Woolworths last week and, and, and the state titles. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, yeah, I just won the Woolworths Surf Gum Comp up in Trigg. And it was pretty bad waves, but still got the job done. Just want to congratulate you too. Um, state champion, what, what division are you in now? Uh, under 14s. Congratulations, and how many, how many state titles have you won? Uh, I think that's my second or third. Going well, mate, going well. So uh, I just watched your semi-final at Mike River Classic. Tell us about some of the conditions out there. Pretty tough, eh? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a bit wonky and washy, but, yeah, got a couple, but... How did you go? Did you... Um, I got a couple, but they weren't really scorers. So is this the first time you've been in the Classic, or you've been down here a few times over the years? Oh, uh, yeah, this is my first Classic. And have you enjoyed enjoyed it down here this this weekend? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. So, um, just in the finals now with um, in the juniors, who are you backing that's going to take it out this year? Um, I'm not sure. Probably Macklin. He's been surfing pretty good. Insane, mate. So, just growing up surfing, who's been some of your idols? Um, definitely like Jacob and Taj Burrow and stuff. Have you watched Jacob's latest clip that got released a couple of days ago? Um, no, I haven't actually. It's insane, mate. Watch it, Stab Magazine. So, what's what's on the cards in the next couple of months? Any more contests coming up for you? Um, oh, I've got the Aussies right now, which is like a like you upload clips onto online, and then yeah, they score it from there. Who's doing your filming for you? Um, mostly Dad. He goes alright, eh? Pardon? He goes pretty good. Yeah. And and have you put some clips out recently? Um, no, not really. Just like small ones. Yeah. So you just keep working on some clips and um. And, and put that out. So how does that work? So once you put the clips down, do, um, do, do they have a look out and they, they judge the clips? How does it work? Uh, yeah, so they, you just upload them onto this website and then they have a look and judge it from there and then they release the scores. Classic, mate. Uh, so we've got some yelling up, the, the, I guess the yelling up board riders have got a couple of events coming up to, to wrap up the season, eh? Next couple of weeks, I think? Yeah, um, should be good. we always got good conditions for it. What's your favourite break in the southwest? Um, probably bears. Nice, mate. Nice. Have you had much time out at Mount River Main Break? Um, yeah, I've had a couple of comps here, which I surf all right in. 
And, and, and who's your favourite surfer out at Margaret River? Oh, I'm not sure. Probably John John. He's pretty damn good, isn't he? Let's hope the tour kicks off next year, eh? We can come down and, and, and watch it. And maybe one day get out in the big big stage yourself, eh? Is that your aspirations? Uh, yeah, I'd definitely try to make it on tour one day. Mum and Dad want you to finish school first, though, eh? Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, congrats on your uh, performance at the Mara River Classic. Also, you know, state champion again. Well done, mate. All the best for the, for the, uh, the rest of the weekend and the rest of the year. Look forward to seeing you out there surfing soon. Cheers. Take it easy, bud. Bye. Thanks. All right, so we're uh, at the end of the weekend now. It's Sunday afternoon. Uh, it's been a long three days down here at the Margaret River Classic. Conditions, as you're well aware, have been uh, very trying throughout the whole ordeal. But uh, we do have uh, here to final finalise our little uh, podcast episode on the Margaret River Classic. We've got Neil Thompson. How you going, mate? Uh, yeah, very relieved and uh, stoked that we got through it. Yeah, it was looking dubious at the start, but... Um, Mate, we just saw the, the Open Men's Final uh, get run. Uh, give, give us a bit of an account of what happened there. Well, it was a pretty close final in um, less than epic conditions, but you just saw some phenomenal surfing. Three goofy footers against one natural. Yep. Am I correct in saying that? Yep. Um, and we saw, well, WA's next CT hopeful, Jacob Wilcox, just tear one wave apart and... But then struggle for a backup, and then the president of the club, Jerome Forrest, was never going to lay down and really, really put it to him. And um, the young guns, uh, Cy and last year's defending champ, Benny Spence, they all put together a really good heat. And I'll just say there's two points between first and fourth. Okay, there you go. Two points between first and fourth. He's not giving away the results. Uh, not that our, it won't matter for our listeners because it probably won't come out for a couple of weeks, but um, it doesn't matter because we don't give out the scores here, so everyone's got to go down the pub tonight to find out the winner. But, uh, mate, that one wave of Jacob Wilcox, perfect 10, I believe. Yeah, and he had a wave earlier in the heat, in the event that probably could have gone 10. And just the opening, the speed and how crisp his turns were and where he placed them. No downtime. It was just, it's the surfing you want to see at Margaret River. The board riders used to have a saying, no bars hold. Sweet, yeah. And it's also the um, the smoothness of his transitions between the turns that I find was the real point of difference out there. Uh, there's nothing excess in between massive turns. It's just from one to the next. There's... No double pumping. There's no wasted effort. Yep, that's beautiful. It's unreal. And, mate, uh, it was the 38th annual Margaret River Classic. Have you been here since the start? Uh, I remember being a young Grom running around down here at eight years of age when the first one was run. Uh, I remember watching Ken McKenzie win at Rivermouth. So I wouldn't say I've been to everyone. I've, I've been around for a long time. Yep. So you've had a couple down the Rivermouth, have you? Well, there was one held there at Rivermouth and there's been a few at other locations um, in the time. But yeah, Rivermouth is a, an interesting location, but I believe the banks were pretty good that year. Yeah, right. And uh, mate, did you used to surf in them uh, back in the day? Did you ever have a run at them? <laughs> a couple of uh, third and fourth place finishes in the locals only division back in the day. And I think I won the first ever paddle race, uh, I remember pulling Pat Moran's leg rope as we hit the keyhole and uh, tripping him up and 
making it to the top as a 17-year-old. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the paddle race is, uh, mate, it's no easy paddle race. Uh, I think they may be going for the paddle race right now, but, mate, it would be a, geez, probably a three-kilometre by the time you deal with the chop and the bump and all that, all the way around and back up the stairs. Uh, yeah, there wasn't too many people keen for it today, but there is 200 bucks up for grabs. Yeah, and you can see it looks like Jed Maddow leading the way. Um, he's just spent a few hours on the ski as well as part of the water patrol, so uh, you can't keep him out of the water. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty keen. You've got to be young for that, I think, don't you, mate? And, uh, yeah, so you've just been a pivotal part down here uh, in the years I've been down here, just behind the scenes, uh, a lot of guys like you uh, all across Australia in board riding clubs, I think, that uh, you know, are real the backbone of these uh, competitions and wouldn't, wouldn't do without it. So what has been your role primarily this uh, competition? Uh, so for the last few events, I uh, contest director, head judge sort of role where I just make sure we're getting the scores in. I run the computers and the scoring system and just um, stand around most of the day and tell people what to do. Yeah, sounds all right. And, uh, mate, it's going to be a big prezos down there tonight. You're going you're gonna to let loose a little bit and unwind after a stressful week? Well... I'll go down and have a bit of a look-see. I, I don't let loose anymore. <laughs> it's been, uh, well, what am I at? 10 years and 362 days without a beer, so I'm not going to change that today. But, um, yeah, we'll get down and I'll have a, a soda water and uh, watch what goes on. I love it. Yeah, sweet, mate. Well, uh, it's been a really great event. Uh, it's always good to come down to the Margie's Classic. A whole bunch of... Uh, Really good blokes down here from Margaret River putting it together. There's another one just walked in there, old uh, BC Body Club, uh, B-Rad Cowan, the Eternal Grom. He's running around like Edless Chook still trying to make stuff happen because he's got the pack up still to go. So, mate, thanks for your effort. Thanks for having me down here. Any last words? Uh, we love having you here, Ads. You, you work that microphone a treat and uh, I look forward to listening to more of your stories on the podcast. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, sometimes uh, they're not so PG, but anyway, it's all good. Thanks, boys, for having us down here, and uh, we're signing off from a very eventful Margaret River Classic. I can't wait to see who the winners are. Shout out to all the finalists, uh, the women's, the men's, and particularly some of those young kids that uh, were only 12 years old and were out there battling 8 to 10 foot, uh, 30 on 30 knot onshore conditions. So, yeah, it was pretty cool to watch. Uh, that's all for us for now. Thanks for coming.
G'day, T-Bone. How are you, mate? G'day, Adzi. How are you? Pretty good, thanks, mate. Hey, you want a beer? Ooh, yeah. What have you got there? Mate, I've got myself an ice-cold, cheeky, monkey West Coast IPA. 6.5%. Bloody beautiful. Where'd you get that, mate? Well, funnily enough, I was just up at the uh, Cheeky Monkey Brewery uh, production facility in Vass there, mate. Uh, in the industrial area up there, they have got uh, a lot of cold beer on tap, frothy ones off the wood. They've got a uh, little pizza oven in there, mate, and, you, and they're, they're making beers right in front of you. Get a few takeaways. It's quite an establishment, mate. You should get up there. Well, uh, it sounds like you sold yourself out for a couple of beers. You totally fucked that up, T-Bone, because that's the wrong line.